Okay, um, <clears throat> let's roll initiative. So, to roll initiative, you need to draw your token out onto the map from the journal tab. And then you select, yep, your, I beat. select your token, and there should be a little button at the top left of your browser that says initiative when your token is selected, like by the pointer tool. It'll automatically roll for you. I got a. Uh, I, I rolled a natural one. That means I get to go super first, right? Well, mm-hmm. it doesn't roll uh, what you think it's actually rolling. Uh, a one means a success because it's mm-hmm. initiative in this game is pass fail, and a zero means you failed. You rolled below your stat. You're rolling against your dex score. Everyone passed this time, which is good. It shows you what you actually rolled if you hover yep. over it. Yeah, and so a natural one is really good. That means you're actually going faster. I'm going so, so fast, gang. And so, those of you that are new to Black Hack, uh, monsters don't roll, like, anything ever, uh, which I kind of love. It takes a little getting used to. You'll see how it works. Um, But even just initiative, like I said, it's just pass-fail. So you either go before the monster, or before the enemy, rather, or after the enemy. So if you go to one, you go before the enemy. And you all get to decide amongst yourselves what order you go. If you all go first, you get to decide who actually goes first among you, blah, blah, blah. So what do you talk about? Yep. Who goes first? Um, or if does maybe someone want to recount what happened last time while I go get a glass of water? I also got to go take a leak. I'll be right back. The last time we all met in the Chain Towers... And we're now in a scrimmage of a boat battle where we've been set up to fail because we have no ammo for our cannons, just black powder. And a cannonball has hit the side of our boat. And we also have a null and two children with us. Now, was it a cannonball or was it just a bullet? Have we been struck by a cannonball? I think you said it was like a cannon shot that hit us. Uh, right, I thought it was right in front of the Right in front of you, Cedric, but I don't know where you are. I imagine it went in the water in front of you. Mm, I hope so. I hope that's... I hope that's what happened, too. What, the bullet that was shot at you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it, like, ripped through the side of the boat, but didn't hit anyone. It just, like, ripped a chunk of wood off of the, you know, the railing of the boat or whatever. Okay, so we aren't taking on water? Nope, not yet. Okay. I have a question. Okay, Dieter and Roscoe, which one is the older boy? Dita and Roscoe's right. the younger one. Dita. Uh, let me draw you a really simple picture. Of Dieter and Roscoe? Yeah. Yes. No, <laughs> of the map, real fast. One has a tuft of blonde hair just peeking out. The other one's got a moppy brown hair with one eye. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Yep, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> They're thug children. This is this is how they live their life. It's he wears his hair over his moppy brown hair over one eye, so you don't notice. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. I, uh, by the way, I'm not on my normal setup. I'm on my laptop in the house. I'm not on my studio, so my drawings are going to be extra bad today because I'm drawing with the the laptop trackpad. Yeah. Oh, gotta gotta love it. Yeah, my hand already hurts. So this is going to be a really zoomed out picture. I will change the scale to make the rulers somewhat correct. But I'm just going to draw some of the basic stuff that's in the bay. So, chained towers are up here. The top left. 
God, the chain. My circles look like hearts. Eh. Okay. <clears throat> the other thing I think that is really sticking out in the bay here. the bottom right side there's like some land and some docks jutting out <clears throat> and I think there's a big square tower on the land or like a rather circular lighthouse type thing Just looks like a happy guy with some glasses. <laughs> yeah. I prefer really sparse, or at least nondescript maps for the most part because I want it to fit the situation I'm imagining, but also I, don't, I like really don't like it when players look at the map for detail. I want you to use your mind for the detail part. Your mind. All right, that's pretty much the basics. So there's some land and some docks down at the bottom right. And yeah, your guy with the happy little face, your chained islands at the top left, your boat. I'm going to put a little boat out for y'all. You can put your tokens on it. Let's see. ship here. We're so small and storable. using this laptop is fucking killing me. This is taking so long. I'm sorry. I miss all my monitors. Is it just too cold in the garage tonight? No, I have company in town, so they are uh, <clears throat> staying out there. Gotcha. Alright, here's your boat. You can put your tokens over by your little boat. Oh, we're underneath the boat. They can't get us now. <laughs> Help, I can't swim. Move up a layer. Doesn't look like it. Oh. We're missing one. I think we're missing Cora. I think I'm underneath someone. Uh oh. Not underneath me. Oh, there you are. Okay. <laughs> so... I didn't want to be rude. <laughs> we also got two children and a knoll. That's right. That sounds like a horrible sitcom. Two knolls and a two kids and a knoll. Two kids and a knoll. 
uh, horrible. It has like six seasons and a movie. Yeah, so I, I just, for some reason I, I picture just it's like a Full House situation where it's just Noel trying to be a dad, the two little boys. Dad, this guy's bullying me at school. What do I do? <laughs> Dad, you always know what to say. Well, your Noel noise is good. <laughs> Thank you. Really good. <clears throat> All right. There's a Noel in a sweater vest. <laughs> I'm going to use this little flag marker for the kids. Ooh. The sword, little sword in your ship will say is soup. <clears throat> Alright, is that first flag blue? Yeah. Can you see the se- so the second flag? Is it red? Yeah, yes, it oh, is. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, Dieter's blue, Roscoe is red. You guys are just crammed in this boat. It's probably a little bigger than what it actually looks like. You'd probably have a little... Closer to, closer to these ones over here? No, the enemy boats are bigger. Uh-oh. But there's probably enough room to at least, like, shuffle positions amongst yourselves, you know, if you need to pretty easily. Yeah, the enemy boats are bigger. And they're full of enemies. Let me put a couple enemies. What was the nasty lady's name? Kesna, right? Yeah. Yeah, Kesna. Kesna's this mace at the front of this boat. Hell yeah, that is so Kesna. All right. <clears throat> so, Areti. What was your name before? Now I'm confused. It was Zareti, but now it's just Areti. Uh, so, honestly, not that much of a change. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Uh, so, Areti, um, what are you doing first? You notice live ammo coming in from the other boats. I'm going to move you a little closer to to the other boats. All right. Uh who is on the oars? I uh, Cora said she was on one of them. Um I presume I'm on the other since I'm also fairly strong and our our king necromancer definitely is not on the boat. Yep. <clears throat> okay, then I'm going to be uh I'm going to be Pushing our boat and driving us directly at this boat up here with the aim of uh, ramming and boarding. Okay. <clears throat> so, with the oars, I think your boat is just moving, like with your sail already, right? The oars, you're really just kind of steering where to go, or if you have to make a really hard turn. If you let go, you pretty much are just going to go straight. All right. Uh, then I, I will be positioning the boat to be uh, to blow our way towards the towards that guy up here. Copy that. <clears throat> uh, I mean, it, we're not even in. It, we're not even remotely close enough for me to do anything besides that. So that's going to be the end of my turn. Oh my god! My roll twenty is freaking out. It's really upsetting me. You doing, guy? 
All right. <clears throat> so at the end of every round, I'm just going to move your boat forward like it's movement speed, which is really only a couple squares. And yeah, you can use an action and the oars to like change the directions, essentially. All right. Well, that'll be my action. All right. Cordine. Hey, I don't know what to do. I mean, I really don't want... I feel like how many guys are on these boats, like, compared to us? Looks like five in each. So ten pe- people versus your eight. Oh, okay. So not... I thought there were more than there we had. They just have bigger so there boats are fewer. and better guns. And they're split into two boats, which makes them multiple targets. Makes it a little trickier. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I'm just going to, you know, shout back to one-eyed Roscoe behind me and tell him, you know, um, you stay behind me. Make sure, you know, make sure you just stay right behind me to keep him safe. And then I don't know, I don't really know what else I can do besides just, like, keep chugging along. Yeah. Let me point out one other thing that's really not represented by the map, but you do have one cannon on the front of your boat. Your boat is kind of, like, two-storied. Um, so, you know, don't put too much stock in where your token actually is on the boat. As far as narratively speaking, you can say a lot more. You could be on the upper deck or on the lower deck. The cannon is on the front of the boat on the lower deck. So where would you say is, like, the safest place to be if you were, you, you know? You can be underneath the upper deck, like, in the little overhang, you know? Yeah, I just didn't know if I could, like, direct like the boys or like Roscoe at least to like somewhere where it seems safer. That's probably what she would do is like find the safest place and then say, Hey, you get there. There is literally like a hole. So if you just want to take them out of the equation for now, they go down into the hole below. Well, I, I mean, does ever, I don't know if that's okay with everyone. I don't know if we need them. They'll still be there if you want to like summon them back up, you know? Okay. Yeah. That's what I would do is just be like, boys, like you get down. Okay. So yeah, Corey, you like lead them to the, you know, the overhang where like the stairs up to the upper deck of the boat go, the masthead. And you like open the hatch and, you know, hurry them down the stairs into, into the, the kind of, um, cabin inside the boat. Yeah. And you know, you pay attention. If you hear somebody calling for you, we need you to work. You you know, you're part of this team, but for now you just stay down there and keep yourself safe. Right. Yeah, they kind of just nod, scared, you know, and you close the door. You just, like, see the darkness close in on them. <laughs> and they're gone. <clears throat> in the bowels of the boat. Dante? Uh, Dante has a bow. I think he pulls out of his bow and tries to... Oh man, that's some distance. Sheesh. I think bows can do 120 far away, right? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a disadvantage, though, isn't it? I don't I think... remember. Don't Let's just... see. <clears throat> Distances. Uh, distance beyond 60 feet or 12 squares is called distant. Far away is 60 feet. To 120. Let's see. Isn't far away, 60 to 120. No, it just says up to 60. Distant is anything beyond 60. And so I'm trying to think. So where does it say for... Oh. Does it say the bow's range? Uh-uh. Actually, sure I'm trying to find in weapons now. Okay. Let's That's just common items. Damn it. 
think it says it in the combat rules. Uh, let me check here. Rules for everyone. Hindrances maybe. Distracted, stuck, paralyzed. Nope. No, it just says it under like ranged attacks. Here we go. Attacking and defending. Large weapon, damage and hit points. With bows and thrown weapons. Shit, yeah, it's been so long. I don't remember anymore. I want to say it was in main book, and even then I think it's a blurb. That's the problem with this book. It's nice that it's sparse, but sometimes it's like, man, where's that one little thing I need? Like that yeah. one little passage. Let's see. Character turns, usage die, using backgrounds, inventory, casting spells. Yeah. I'm just going to say, yeah, disadvantage for up to 120. I'll rule it as that for now, and then normal up to 60. Sounds good to me. Um, so it'd be a dexterity roll, right? A disadvantage. Yeah, so if you remember on your sheet, you should have a ranged attack button on your character sheet. Mm. Yep, you're right. And it should ask you if you want advantage or disadvantage. Yep. Oh, and then do we have any modifier on these guys, or are they the same level as us? They are all the same level as you right now. Alright. Complete miss. But... It gives us some covering fire, at least. Alright. Which brings us to Zuzu. What are you doing, Zuzu? Um, Zuzu is going to be yelling for somebody to get back on the oar. And also yelling for somebody to man the gun. Uh, and then... I think we should try and steer to the far side of this boat that we're going towards. Maybe instead of just ramming the first boat, we try and take out an oar that it makes it hard for him to steer. And then it'll be us versus the other boat. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to shout out commands. Uh, but... That's about it. <laughs> okay. He seems a little flustered. I mean, one of the oars is free because Cora is not manning it. You could take it and change the direction of the boat yourself if you want. Otherwise, you you can see that uh, Aredi is like steering the ship to face, you know, the northern boat. So you're headed towards it. Yeah, I guess I'll jump on the oar then while trying to shout just random stuff and uh, steer the boat a little bit further to the north. All right. So you turn even more northerly like so? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're trying to cut across this front one. Copy that. Alright, so Zuzu starts oaring kind of even harder into the way that you're already going already, which makes you overcompensate and turn kind of past them. Um, I think that is everyone on your side's turn, yeah? I have not... Cedric. Oh, sorry, Cedric, you're the last one. My bad. 
Everyone got a one, so it's hard to tell where it starts and ends. Um, Cedric, go ahead. Uh, how is this accurate? The distance, would you say? Yeah, fairly close. Okay, so I think Cedric would uh, run up to Dante at the front of the boat, if that's where he is, kind of, mm-hmm. and say, uh, My boy, I can cast a spatter. It may be effective. I think I could do it at this range. If effective, it would essentially disable the boat if it's successful. Which one should I choose? I, I, I don't know. That's your call. I, I was afraid you would say that. I, I, I mean, so I know he would. I'm sorry. What'd you say? I was gonna say he's whispered back. I know a little bit about magic, but nothing like that. Oh, the magic's not worried. What I'm worried about so much is the tactics. Uh, okay. Any, uh, mini, miny, oh. And he shoots at the one we're heading at, and he tries to cast a spell. Alright. So, uh, Cedric points his staff at the boat and says, Slumberous! And he tries to cast sleep on the people on the boat we're heading towards. Okay, so for your sleep spell... How many people? Oops, how many people does it affect? Does it say? It's two d eight hit dice of creatures, four hit dice or lower each. So I guess I just roll and see if I hit first, and then we can kind of deal with the rest, right? So, so in this game, you don't actually roll to see if your spells hit; like they automatically hit. If the if the people have below the hit die, they're just automatically put to sleep. They don't get to save or anything. So there's no chance of me forgetting this spell. There is a chance of me forgetting it after you cast it. Yes, but oh, so it's after we do, we resolve everything else and then we see if it happens. Mm-hmm. So okay. your, your effect like of the spell works no matter what, but you roll to see how many people it actually affects. So what was it? Two d eight? Is that what it was? Yes. That seems, that seems like a lot. No, I think he said it was people with two less than two d eight hit dice, wasn't it? To- yeah. A total of two d eight hit dice of creatures of oh, four yeah. HD or lower each. Yeah, right. So you uh, okay. so like if they if two creatures had two hit dice like were level two, they would have four hit dice between them. So if you rolled a four you'd be able to knock out two of them. If, yeah. it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So uh, sorry, slash roll or just slash R space two D eight. Yeah, I just okay. so there we go. So eleven H D so they all have one hit die, and you're pointing at the northern boat there with Kesna and everyone? Yes. So Kesna, I think, is the only one. She has two hit die. So one, two for her, three, four, five, six. It'll do all of them. They all just, like, literally conk out. What's it look like as you cast your magic and as it affects them? Is there some sort of visible uh, effect? Or, like, and also, is there some sort of ritual or movement or chanting like what do you what are you doing to cast it and what's it look like when it happens so it, the, the word for the spell is slumberous so he says slumberous he does it and he kind of points his staff uh at them and the staff just kind of lights up and uh 
it, there's no effect for this spell where it, like there's no no beam or anything. It just the staff lights up, uh, and Cedric kind of looks up at the staff, surprised. He's like, I I I think it worked. Yeah, they all just like slump over in the boat. So Cedric would call out. What would what, you say, Cora? I just say hot dog. <laughs> yes, hot dog indeed. I think I've they're all sleeping. I've 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 cast a spell. And he kind of looks at Zaretti and is like, Oh, ah, sorry. Zaretti yeah. is one hundred percent glaring at you right now. But now is not the time to uh, get on your haunches about spell casting and whatnot. Okay, so. The fool's right. asleep. Should I roll a, a thing of D twenty? Yep. So now you you can roll your stat, your spellcasting yeah. stat. So you can actually program spells into your sheet, I think, right? Mm-hmm. It's weird, but you don't have to use every slot. Oh yeah, like in this case, you would put for sleep, like you'd put two D eight in the macro, and then it would automatically roll that for you. But in this case, um. You can just roll the whatever your intelli- intelligence or wisdom, whatever you use, Andy. I use int uh, for for the modifiers, just one, right? Yeah. Do I have to input that? Just put one. Yep. For the spell level. Ooh, you forget it. Shit, dude, barely. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, that's all right. Maybe get it back tomorrow. What wakes him up? Uh, either being shaken awake or taking damage. Otherwise, it lasts for, like, a while, right, Andy? Or, like, till the end of the scene or something? What's it say? Uh, I think sleeps on the other book. Yeah, he's using the... We were using OSE spells, though, not Black Hack spells. Which are pretty much oh, the I same, we but have slightly different descriptions and lengths and uh, I'll look it up you can keep okay. I'll, I'll tell you it's a while I know that uh, yeah so uh, safe to say a while what about soup does soup get a turn soup would yeah get a turn uh, I should really roll for him but I'm just gonna make him go with you guys 44 turns soup doesn't have much to do uh, he does not have a ranged weapon he just kind of is howling and barking at them over the edge of the boat by the cannon there is a bunch of gunpowder. You could stuff random stuff in the cannon. And how long was it, Andy? Sorry. 13 turns of sleep. 13 turns? Damn. Now it's strong. I had to go find my actual spell from the right book then. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I meant to make that more clear, but we're just going to... Because every single spell on the Black Hack list is already in OSE, and then it has even more spells. And same with, like, mm-hmm. priest spells, core. If you want to use those ones, you can use the priest spells in OSE. I think that's what I got, but I'll okay. double check. Yeah, yeah, probably. Can't even find where we pin the book anymore. It's the very first link in the campaign info and links. Oh, you're kidding. Okay, yeah. All the I way didn't realize it's in the chat. All the way up at the top. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> Cedric puts the entire boat to sleep. Uh, your Knoll friend is just growling and going absolutely crazy. And that's when the other boat gets a turn. They are all yelling, and one of them is like pointing and kind of being a captain. They turn their boat to face you and start, you know, running, trying to run you down. 
and they also all begin firing rifles upon you. So let's see how many they got. Five, and you have one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, each of you needs to make a dexterity defense roll. So just make a dex attribute roll. Do I just click the button next to my dex score? Yep. Okay, cool. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And you're just no modifier, no advantage or anything right now. Actually, maybe you should have advantage for the range. No, there's some range. So, <laughs> if you uh, rolled worse or you failed, you take one damage. That's pretty good. So, do I take, it. take an armor die so first? If, if you have armor. You can choose to break one of the die to take no damage now, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do that. All right, so you break an armor die, you take zero damage, but your armor breaks. How does your armor break? What happens? Uh, he's only wearing cloth, so I think I imagine his, a hole gets shot in his hat. He's like, <laughs> good gracious! <laughs> I love that. And then last of all, they fire their large cannon at your boat. Who was on the oars? We had Areti and uh, Zuzu, right? Zuzu. Yeah. Who has the higher decks out of you two? I think Zuzu does. With the 14, I only have an 11. Okay, Zuzu, make a yeah, dex check to see. You see, like, them, you know, light the wick on the cannon, and then, boom! They somehow also have cannons. They, they just seem to have all the ammo. They brought it all. You don't know if it Get was, the, like, the guards who fixed, <laughs> fixed this or them who fixed it, but... And you just narrowly, narrowly spin the ship as, like, kerplunk, a huge splash of water comes up right over the bow, splashing all of you. And uh, I believe that brings us to a new initiative. So in this game, unlike, like, 5e, you roll every, every round for initiative. So everybody roll again. Select your token. Click the initiative button. Ooh, not right. good. My APIs are broken. There we go. That's what I like to see. I didn't select my character token for the so, first time. So if you just click your initiative. Oh, see, it did, did it add everyone's shit again? Sometimes it does this. Cora showed up anyway, so. Well, I just selected initiative and didn't have my token selected. I don't know if that fucked it up. No, it still added it. Okay. Let's see. Uh, you know what? That's probably if you like. Just put your... No, never mind. I won't say anything. I'm going to sort this out. Cedric rolled one. Choir rolled a one. And Zuzu rolled a one. Everyone else rolled a zero, right? No. Is that right? Well, I rolled a zero Twice. for... I see. So you... I'm uh, sorry. So... Cedric, Corin... So here's a trick. You can click your own initiative in the turn order and change it once it's in there. To like the right thing, but some people are in here fucking twice, which I don't know why. Sometimes it glitches like this. It should just automatically replace your shit. I'm just gonna delete everyone out. Everyone roll again, sorry, and then you can use your first roll or whatever, or we'll just take the new order. I don't care, doesn't matter. Oh, I did it. 
There we go. Oh shit. Sorry about the confusion, y'all. Hold on, it's on days of zero. There we go. Okay, so Zuzu and Cedric, you guys get to go first. Oh, also, between last round and this round, your boats move. Mm-hmm. All right, Zuzu or Cedric. They're closing in. The boat with all the sleeping people still careening at you, even though they're all asleep. The sail is still open. And now the other boat to the south is starting to yell at them, trying to wake them up. Being like, hey, wake up, wake up. (laughs) Like they're all like waving their arms. They start like knocking their arrows, getting ready to shoot at their friends to try and wake them up. So I'm going to stay on the oars. I'm going to kind of delay the turn. I want to go to the other side of this boat and turn uh, to kind of sweep up alongside it. And I'm going to yell up to Soup, and I'm going to be like, Soup, are you ready for a meal? Yeah, he looks at you ravenous. His tongue's hanging out. Yeah. Where are you trying to turn? I'm going to yell at him. I'm going to yell at him. On that boat is your meal. Where are you trying to go? So I'm trying to kind of go, I guess I'll show the ruler. Uh, I'm like, you know, I want to go alongside. Okay. Type thing. So, you know. So you start to aim your boat uh, a little more to the west. Cedric, what are you doing? Well, he's busy rowing away. I think Cedric would initially go to cast again and be like, Slumbor, Slumbor, ah, I've, I've dread. And uh, he would be like, they're, they're sitting ducks. If you can, if we can get over there, I need to step down into the uh, hole quickly and would step away and try to take cover. All right. So he's taking cover uh, under the cover of the uh, the the overhang, or like down in the hole with the boys. Yeah, sorry, Zuzu, I lost my token on you. No, that's all right. All right, and then another volley of arrows comes from the ship to the south. One of the archers does shoot an arrow. He's trying to hit Kesna, so we'll see if he makes it. Nice, he does. Kesna takes, uh... What do you have disadvantage? Four damage. No. Okay. I don't think so. Why would you have disadvantage? I, I imagine that she's on the ground right now. I mean, I feel like they were sitting on benches and stuff. Um, ah, okay. But they're just, like, slumped over. They are actually a little out of range, though. It does say bows work best at far away, by the way. That's page eight. We'll roll that one more time. A miss. Nice. He does not wake up Kesna. 
But the other four continue raining arrows in. Um, they're going to hit those who are probably closest. Cedric is hiding underneath. So everyone but Cedric make a defense roll with dex. Oh, can I ask a question? Yeah. I'm so sorry. Okay. So I have um, a breastplate mm-hmm. that's like armor value two. Am I supposed to be adding that somewhere? I tried to look it up, but I just don't understand. Nope. So the way the armor value works is the number of your armor value gives you a, a number of what they call armor dice. Um, and, and the way it works is you can break an armor dice if you take damage. It doesn't like get added into every roll or anything. If, okay. you, if you were to fail this and get hit and you took a bunch of damage it was going to kill you, you could say, I'm going to break one of my two AV, like my armor dice, and then you would take zero damage, but we would describe how one of your pieces of armor breaks, and then basically you roll that dice after the battle to try and repair the armor. If you roll badly, it permanently breaks, and then you have to like go pay someone or buy new armor. Cool. Thank you. Sorry yeah, to yeah. take time. No, that's yeah. a, no, that's all right. So it's kind of like a risk reward thing. So like you know, it's you know, obviously it's good to negate damage and save your life, but also if you break your really like great armor or whatever deep in a dungeon, you might be crap out of luck uh, and then be unarmored for the rest of the time. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm not going to do that. I I passed. All right. Who failed? Everyone else. <laughs> Dante failed. Yeah, Tying's failing, so. Everyone takes two damage as arrows come uh, raining break down. Breaking armor on this one. All right. You see an arrow just comes raining straight in and just pierces my chain shirt. Nice. Lands like right there in the shoulder and it's like. Ah. <laughs> I imagine Cora's still at the hatch. She, like, opens up that hatch door for uh, Cedric to get under, and the arrow, like, hits it while it's open, and she's like, peeks out from behind it with huge eyes, like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, perfect. What, what's the IV of the chain shirt there, uh, Dante? Three. Three. Nice. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah, so, for instance, now that will be AV two out of three until he can repair that armor dice he broke. Um, all right, that is their turn, which brings it to everyone with a zero. Cordine, Areti, or Dante, who's going first? Uh, you guys can go first. I'm just going to be steering. Go ahead, Cora. Um, well, I don't really have, I mean, I guess I could, I, she could look around and see if there's anything she could stuff in this cannon. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's all kinds of Is stuff. Is there, like, chains or something? Or, like, some sort of metal? Uh, yeah. Why don't you make a wisdom check just to see if you can find anything useful on hand. All right. Ooh, that'll be a fail. If you want to use your background, I'll let you roll it one more time. If you can um, work it in. Uh, well, I would say that she's growing up in a jailhouse, spent a lot of time around uh, improvised ammunition during uh, times whenever people jailed criminals or alleged criminals came in and they, you know, had to be searched. And sometimes they would find um, like a sling or something like that that someone had. Maybe not super powerful, but uh, maybe some sort of like improvised ammunition from 
Um, yeah, what's the what's the specific anim- ammunition she remembers, which she now finds? Um, I'm gonna say it is like chain link, like chain link, but it's been like knotted in a way that's like maybe like rusted or something like that. So it's kind of in like a ball. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you were like Ooh. have this flash of your childhood of like finding something like that uh, on someone who was arrested, and you just like start snatching up this chain and stuffing it down into the cannon. So I think it takes a full action to load the cannon. But next turn you can shoot it. Cool. And then Areti. Uh, I think the the steering has already been done, so I'm just gonna kind of work with that. But I am gonna shout down and say that fucking spellcaster is out of juice. Give him a bow. Uh, and then I'm gonna. I, I can't do anything else. Is there any way that I can like use the ore to make us go faster? Uh, I mean, you could try to, yeah, sure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to. I'm not, I'm not turning the boat. I'm just using it to like give the give the sails a little bit more. Sure, a little extra of a di- boost, maybe a little extra distance on there. Uh, do I need to roll like a strength check with that, or no. is that just good? No. All right, cool. Then that's what I'm doing. All right. Anybody? Else? Uh, let's see. Uh, Dante. That's right. Can Can Dante see a particular leader on the southern boat, or is it? Just kind of like a group of people doing their own thing. Yeah, there is one guy. I think we kind of mentioned him last time. It was the one that uh, was like giving the knife over the throat to the knoll. I think we gave him a name, but I can't remember. I didn't listen to the whole episode. so. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's in there. He's the one like reloading the cannon on the front of the boat. Mm, so taking a page out of Cedric's book... Dante looks over at that guy and he kind of he grabs his hurdy-gurdy and he plays this quick little tune and he says uh, he tries to cast Charm Person and he just kind of sings that. He's like, friends are people who are always there for you and you see this like blast of just wavy kind of energy cross over the, the water and hopefully hit this guy awesome so charm person's a weird one for those of you that don't (laughs) know what a hurdy-gurdy is (laughs) it's like uh kind of like a violin with a crank on it it's like a big weird like coffin shaped violin type instrument and it's very alarming sounding yeah it's very shanty and like horror sounds yes but Charm person from OSE is quite a long run here. I'll save the spell uh, or be charmed as follows. So you just choose one of the charms, I think, right? You can either do a friendship. The subject regards the caster as a trusted friend and ally will become the a- come to the caster's defense commands if they share a language. Okay, yeah, so all these things apply. Mm-hmm. So I, was, I think kind of, you know, as he's singing, he basically tells him to stand down like command your men to stand down all right now there's a save on this though nah i mean we use the osc spells for the most part but we have to edit some things to fit the black hack rules spells just work automatically in this game no matter what uh so then roll intelligence to see if i retain it yep plus the spells level that's the thing. Unlike oh, you get a lot less castings of spells potentially in this than you do in OSE. Because I of, forgot it. Yeah, see what I mean. In OSE at level one, you probably maybe cast that a couple times. 
but nope. It's all about luck. Uh, okay, cool. So. I would say maybe, like, the save over time, like, they can try and break out of it. But for now, it just works. And he stops loading the cannon. He turns to face the others, and he holds his hands up high, like, trying to, like, block their rifles and stuff. And starts being just like, stop, 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 stop. But they all seem, like, confused and kind of fighting him and trying to, you know, push their rifles past him to continue shooting. That's everybody, right? Yes. New initiative, y'all. hear this hurdy-gurdy music why is it not let me oh i know why there we go that's actually like the prettiest hurdy-gurdy music i've ever heard by far yeah i i did some research for it i was like damn this thing's not a bad instrument like it's really good instrument there's one there's one song in particular that I come back to every now and then but uh, Omen by Guillaume or something. I don't know, it's really good. There's some good Chumbawamba covers too. Mm, get knocked down. <laughs> All right, did everybody roll? Yeah, and it seems like it worked that time. Alrighty. Uh did the boats already get moved forward? Oh no, sorry. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. The boats careen headlong. Through the, it mu- through, it the, just... through the dark but milky water mm, milky huh <laughs> mm. so you're gonna go for full 40 uh oh ah shit we overshot it that's my bad sorry gang it's not too bad that's that's about where you guys wanted to be right Uh, i wanted to be close enough i can jump over i don't know if i can do that oh yeah i mean it's uh it's a close call we definitely 15 feet is a big jump especially (laughs) in uh damn it gang (laughs) overshot okay cool um I feel like this kind of maybe ruins Cora's cannon shot, too, because the front of the boat is, like, out of whack. I feel like the cannon can swivel some, but it can't shoot, like, completely backwards to hit your own boat. Yeah. Can I aim at the main guy that's up there? <laughs> like, you're... The furthest that way you could shoot is like that, or you could arc around and get about that angle. Dang. Without hitting yourself. Quit hitting yourself. Quit hitting yourself. Yeah. Stop hitting yourself. I mean, we could use the oars to turn hard, but it would probably take. You could turn it. At least two of us, probably three, if I guess. No, I have to, one person can turn it. You like I've been doing like I don't know, fifteen, twenty degrees. So one turn would probably put you in place to shoot. Hmm. You don't need a ton. And Ready or Zuzu first. Ready and Zuzu are the two that are on the oars too, right? So you all could just turn it into place for her to shoot the cannon if you wanted to right now. Well, we might have to because the only other option is for one of us to try and jump across that other boat. And quite frankly, 15 feet 
is a fucking hefty jump. And your boats are pretty high off the water, too. Like, they're tall. <laughs> they're like big ships, you know? Big ships. And I cannot lie. So, what are you doing already in Zuzu? Oh, is it my turn? It's um, both your turn, but we're talking about if you guys want to spend your turn. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm down to turn it. Okay. Yeah, I think that honestly, I think that's all we can do. Unfortunately, well, let's give it a shot. So, do you want to turn as far as you can, or do you just want to get like uh, parallel with them? Um. I'll leave that up to already. I don't. I don't really know. I don't. You guys. Could I, get, mean, I'm, uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know how this is gonna turn out. You could get I to am... like here if you wanted, or you could just like go parallel more like this. I'm still on board with the boarding the other ship because I don't think we're going to win a naval battle. Yeah, they like, they, they, have, they have us outgunned. That's kind of what I was so trying if to do. We can. We yeah, let's maneuver correctly. Yeah, let's maneuver like this and see if we can't try to keep pace with this. I don't know if we'll be able to provide Korra with their shot, but well, if that... we can use this boat to, like, as protection from these oars down here, that might be just as well. This is enough for know... her to get a, a pretty clear shot at either boat. Fine. She could take yeah, it. I was thinking to aim at the far one, because I don't yeah. want to wake up these guys. Yeah, right. I agree. Mm -hmm. uh, ideally, we can keep the ones on the nearest one asleep until we can board, in which case, dispatching them is going to be much, much easier. Alright. But yeah, I think I think this is what we got to do. Okay, so one of you, or is it to turn parallel? Mm -hmm. uh, I'll do that. Why not? All right. I think that's both of their effort of oaring to mm -hmm. get them there. That's fair. Okay, cool. Uh -huh. So now you're in between the two boats. They don't have much uh, line of sight for rifle shots without hitting their friends, and you know devastating their boat as well and I think they're also mostly just confused by what's going on with their uh, captain who is telling them like don't kill them like they're on our side he's yelling like telling you all like like I'm trying to help you <laughs> but I think they just put more into like kind of rowing trying to get a clear shot So they're all gonna, I guess they're all gonna not hold their actions, but yeah, just either take defense or rowing as their actions. Uh, meanwhile, the the middle boat, everyone's still asleep. And that brings us to back to you guys, Dante, Cedric, or Cora. Should I I'm shoot? Gonna, yep, say Cora go first. All right, what do I do? Uh, just roll a, a ranged attack, or in this case, just a dex check to see if you hit. Okay. I hope I hit. I don't have the best dex. You light a fuse, you strike it with like a little flint with an iron on it. Yeah, baby! Nice. Yeah! So, mm -hmm. I'm going to say each person on the opposing ship between you though because it is so loud three four five from left to right has a chance of one in six chance of waking up if they're all one on a d6 nobody wakes up from the cannon blast Huzzah! and the cannonball just 
rips through the side of the other ship, like almost like kind of tearing it into two pieces. It is still afloat, but it is starting to sink already. He turns around, Cora turns around to all of you guys, like eyes huge, like total victory, like first has her hands over her mouth and then like raises, I'm doing it in real life, if you could see, like raises her hands in the air with like fists, like, wow! <laughs> Did y'all see that? I would raise my fist in collaboration with you while I am focusing on the oars. Great show. Bone Legion! Cool. <laughs> Bone Legion, indeed. <laughs> All right, yeah, you're all still in your skeleton costumes, too, so. Cedric's still hiding, I'm assuming? Yeah, Cedric's like, what happened? <laughs> Did it, Cedric! <laughs> nice. Uh, you can go ahead and uh, go. I'll go last, that's fine. Um, shit, man. Cedric's, uh, Cedric's gonna try to reload the cannon for her. You mean Cedric? Or, sorry, Cedric. I mean, uh, Dante. <laughs> Or yeah, Dante's gonna try to reload the cannon for her. Thank you, Dante. It I'm gonna try stuffing Cedric in the cannon. <laughs> I think you gotta look and see if you can find more things to stuff in there. Like she grabbed the one kind of thing she could find. Okay. Um. Let's see. I'm trying to think, what would? I don't know if my background would help this any. Yeah, I think for? I'll just take a random. Um, I think what would Dante be able to? Th- would we have an empty barrel of powder now? Like, an, like just a, the barrel itself? Um, no, I think like I mean your your powder barrel still has you know powder in it. Hmm. There might be another empty barrel that like there might be other barrels of different types. Yeah. You know? I'm sure there's a different assorted barrels. <laughs> could could Dante just start stuffing some arrows down there? Do you have arrows? I mean, I've got a bow. I would imagine that I've got to have some kind of arrows. Sure, yeah. We'll see. You can have 1d6 arrows to start with your bow. Yeah, sure. Just roll uh, your... Let's say roll your usage dice for your arrows two times if you want to stuff it full of arrows. Hopefully they don't explode completely before they fly out. Two... So that would take it down to a four, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And roll it again. So I'm out of arrows for doing this, but I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> okay, you take the rest of your arrows and start stuffing them down in the cannon. Just trying to create some nasty shot of something. Awesome. Which brings us to Cedric. Uh, who yelled at me to... Uh... If the spell caches out of juice, uh, already did. Cedric would be all right, already, and he would uh, grab the bow and to kind of look at it and be like, "I haven't used one of these since I was a boy." And he would kind of creep into the uh, top area and ready a shot. I'm assuming I can't attack this round since I just picked it up. Dang it, my mic was muted. Sorry, what was that last part you said? I assume I can't shoot since I just picked it up. Um, in this game, I don't think there. I think you can just pick up weapons freely. I believe. 
I mean, I'll fire a shot off for sure. I'm kind of hi hiding in the alcove area, though. Um, I'm not downstairs, but on the picture of the ship, there's like a little. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could pop out and then like pop back, you know, behind the the wall from cover, etc. What's what's my range? I, I mean, I have to shoot the other boat. I think. Um. So, did uh, what's her face wake up whenever she got shot? I'm assuming she did. No, they they weren't able to shoot her. You missed her. Oh, okay, okay. You're, uh, a little, you're a little over. You'd be at disadvantage if you shot the southern boat. I'll go for it. Whatever. You have to roll a ranged attack at a disadvantage. Oh, you did. That is a good fail. Yep, that's this is. I'm now I'm rolling nat twenties. I'm glad that everything's working out like this. <laughs> I don't know what happens to that bow, but uh, something <laughs> terrible happened. So the way we normally do snake. this is the bowstring just snaps the bow like and just goes straight. Cedric is like, oh, great, great. Uh, I think I picked a bad one. <laughs> Only yeah. the boys saw it. This bow is shit. <laughs> oh, such language. All right. I think it's a new turn order, right? Yep. <clears throat> Gotta go back to my selector. First, Cordine or Reddy or Zuzu. Uh, can we angle it so that we can begin coming, uh, like uh, approaching the side of this ship as we move forward, close enough for boarding? Oh yeah, I the can, ships can didn't that. move. Yeah, if, I can get move. back on an oar. Let me move the ships real yeah. fast. Sure thing. Oh, we're mm -hmm. going the wrong way. Yeah, right? Yeah, the front of the boat is technically there. Shit. I can hop on an oar if that helps, because I don't really have anything planned. And try well, to turn. so we've got a shot loaded. We don't know how well it's going to work. I thought we already fired the shot. She did, and then I reloaded it with a bunch of arrows. Uh, arrows. Oh, oh, okay. Shot? You're right, you're right, you're right. Can I shoot your shot, or do you have to shoot your shot? No, you can shoot it. That's why I reloaded it, was so that whoever came up next could just fire something off. Oh, oh but, I can do that. I just didn't want to take your... I mean, I'm not great at it, but I can try. Yeah, so that's, that's the only reason why I loaded it, was so okay. somebody could do it. Well, I'll do it if y'all want me to. Well, the angle... never seen anybody put arrows in one of these things <laughs> before, but let's try it out. The, the angle is rough right now. Oh, yeah. Should we turn first? I yeah. mean, you guys are the three starters, so you'll have to choose that. I mean, at this point, do we even want to try that? I mean, we kind of have to. 
Oh man, turning around well, is going to be a bitch, though. So that one's breaking apart. And these guys are all asleep still. Yeah, I think we're going to have to turn before we can shoot. Mm-hmm. So do you want me to turn? Well, I mean, any three of you can go first. So y'all can decide that amongst yourselves on who wants to turn, who wants to fire, who wants to do what. Gentlemen? Well, I guess we have to turn, because it's either we keep going in the wrong direction, which is not ideal for us, or we turn our asses around and see if we can't get back into the fray. Yep. Third option is just keep running and try to use these islands as something, but I don't think that's the right option here. I mean, the one boat will crash, right? If they keep going. As assuming their friends aren't able to get to settle next to the boat and then wake him up from there, okay. which is kind of what I'm worried about now. Well, I will. I will grab a an oar and turn. I don't see. I don't need to shoot off that thing. It just. I'm not itchy to, itching to do it. So. Uh, I'm I'm fine with staying on the ore. It depends on whether Zuzu wants to stay on the ore, because I think I'm better on oh, the ore yeah, than anything else right too. now. What do you on think? I mean, I don't know how... It, I, you seem to be just a fine shooter, lady, so you can stay on that as well as you damn well please to. Alright, well, turn her around, boys. Let's do this. Uh, turn it around! <laughs> I guess that, that I'm going to use my action to... To hard turn this this dinky little boat around. All right. Having to remember to steer the boat. Ugh. There's so much going on. So if Zuzu helps, he can go. You know, the rest of the way pointing down. Davis, you're on mute. If you're saying anything. I'll help. So that would put us pointed directly down now to yep. these guys. So I'm going to shoot the awake guys, of course, the ones who are our friends. <laughs> we are friend <laughs> now. The charmed guy. Those ones? Yeah, the southern boat. Okay, I'm going to do it. I hope I'm scared, guys. You're going to do fine. Oh, I just believe in yourself. It's, it's just full of arrows. Yeah, I feel like the arrows just explode into splinters rather than actually shooting anything out. <laughs> well, it was a good try. Yep, that's all it, I can say. It makes like some splinters and sawdust like hang in the air, so it gives you a little bit of cover, maybe. <laughs> but it was magic. That's it. All right, so you turn the boat hard. Um, you fire your cannon off. They are just trying to bail their boat at this point, um, and also deal with their captain who was trying to fight them all and stop them and just let the boat sink. And the other boat's all asleep. At this point, pretty much you, I feel like, have won, and Jericho, who is watching from his balcony on one of the, the chained island towers, uh, like, calls out with, like, a magically enhanced voice, and he's like, Stop! Stop now and return to base. And you see that, like, slaver boats start setting out from uh, the docks to, like, wrangle you guys. I think we won! Hot dog. 
Well, is this like a closed-in lake? It's a giant bay, uh, bay that is part of a river. Yeah, near my river. So if you look at the, let's see, the full tritium map here. Whoop. Sarkan is like on this big bend in the river here. But there's like a small stream coming out of that little oasis of palm trees it's in as well that like meets into the Lyran River. So it's like on the confluence of a little tributary in the Lyran River. And that gives it this kind of weird fingers, finger rivers cutting through the town. Hmm. But yeah, like if you're looking at the the river Colosseum, out here is just open river. Like if you can see my pointer. Yeah, and where are these slaver boats coming from? Are they coming from the open river direction or from the docks? Chain so towers. You guys are like right here between the chain tower and the docks. They're like coming out from the docks at the base of the tower to get you. And Jericho, I'm looking at that up on this far tower. Yeah, I'm looking at that open river, and I'm saying, I think we can do it. You mean just keep going? I'd say we just keep going. Well, I mean, I'm out of weapons. Listen, we can always listen. We can we we do have that map and all that bullshit, but we also do have just an open river. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to get out. I just don't know. I mean, they they could shoot at us, right? Yeah, but what we just got shot at, and we seem to do just fine there. What happens if we win next week? Do they let us go, or is it just are we just doing this in perpetuity? The ships draw nearer. All right, well, gang, we need to decide something. We can take the chance and run, or we do do we go back into slavery in the pit? I know my choice. Let's make a run for it. Why not? Two two kids, a null, and the five of us. I think we'll be okay. Yeah, can't lose. I don't know if we'll ever be able to return to Sarkan, but. We've got to make a decision quickly. They're getting close. I mean, I'm I'm with y'all. Whatever, I'm I'm with y'all. Then fuck it, let's go. And uh, I'm gonna start using the the um, the boat and try to uh, give us a boost and head towards the open river. Like, use the oars to row out fast as well as the sail. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Man, I almost feel like an intelligence check for, like, good sailing. I mean, I'm pretty smart. Is there, like, a crow's nest or anything? There is, yeah, like a, a main mass of little crow's nest stuff, like a net that goes up to it. I mean, Cora could try to get up in the crow's nest and try and help out from up there. Only y'all had a druid to, like, make a wave to carry you out. If only. Cedric, are there, is there anything useful down there? Down below? Yes. Cedric, did you find anything useful down there? Uh, a, a terrible bow. I think there's others down there, but this one was uh, defective. I mean, that sounds about right for the kind of position they put us in. Okay, yeah, I, I'm now focusing on rowing us out that way. 
All right, so you start like shouting, you know, like row, row, and you and and Zuzu just go at it, and you hear Jericho with his magically enhanced, amplified voice from the top of his tower, being like, "They're making a break for it! Don't let my prisoners escape!" And like, you know, the boats pursue you uh, into the river, where the stream, the current, begins to catch you. Let's see that intelligence check for uh, sailing the vessel. So I think it's more than just rowing at this point. I think it's like full on, like, how well can you sail this this sailing ship and order the crew to work the you know, the masts and the sails and everything else? Uh, who's making that roll? I thought you were. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I'll absolutely make that roll. Intelligence and... check? Yep. Hmm. Uh, I would like to use my background as a sc- soldier skilled in various survival techniques to give myself advantage on that. Okay, well, I, I just want to point I'm... out that sometimes I give people the, the benefit of the doubt and let them do it after the case, but you're supposed to declare that before you roll. Uh, that is my bad, then. I should have declared that first. Never mind. But if you can come up with a better explanation than just, I had no survival techniques, I'll let you use it. Uh, let's see. At some point, I would have expected that I would have done a stint on a on a naval vessel during my time deployed in the army. It was probably a little bit earlier on in my career before I got settled as like an infantryman, and so I spent like at least a year working the boat. Maybe not as the navig, uh, maybe not as the navigator, but at least taking in the experience of those more skilled than myself in that environment i like that okay so part of your sailor training involved or your soldier training involved being a a naval soldier sailor for a while that's interesting absolutely okay i'm down we learned something new about uh ready yeah i and i apologize i'll be making sure that i say that Prior to the role in the future, it's been a while since I played Black Hack. It's alright. Yeah, me too. I need to, like, really give the book a thorough reread since it has been a while. But, um, alright, so I think you are able to pilot the ship into, like, the center of the river. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, kind of, like, traffic in this river. There's barges hauling goods. There are big ships, trade ships, all kinds of stuff, traveling ships. Uh, and you kind of go out into the harbor proper and start, like, cutting between barges, and you catch, like, the main current, and pretty soon, uh, are leaving, you know, the larger ships of the chain towers behind. They're much larger than your ships, so they're not nearly as easy to, like, kind of cut between barges and things like that. You navigate the channels out into the sea. We're done already! I feel like you see them following you for a while. Like, they don't give up for a couple hours as you all float away from the city of Sarkhan. You know, the the big tower gate just looming on the kind of desert horizon as you get further away. But yeah, their boat's also kind of lurking behind you on the horizon. But eventually they turn back and kind of disappear in the bends of the river. I take off my bone mask. Try to blend in. Yeah, I'll second that, and I rip off the uh, the cool the cool skeleton robes and mask and whatnot, and just toss them in the river. 
Yeah, if y'all want it, yeah. hmm. I think yeah, if y'all want to hang on to that, that's your choice. But I personally, yeah. What's a bard without some costume changes? Cedric holds up his. There's a hole in it. He's like, I think it's seen its use. Farewell! And it throws it in the ocean. I think I can make this into something cute. I'm going to hang on to it. And she goes down and she hugs those boys. And she's just like, you, I knew you didn't need to be in there and we got you out. Just like I told you, we would take care of you and we did. And she just like gives them both like a big, warm, motherly hug. They're like, you know, look, they kind of look terrified and a little shocked. And Dieter, the older one, he's like, so you're telling me we've left Sarkan? Oh, and we can never go back, boys. <laughs> he, like, kind of sighs and, like, looks down to the floor, looks at his feet, a little dejected. Look, I know this is a big window we just opened, but that door was closed for you, boys. I mean, you were thrown in. The These fighting pits, I mean, they were ready to kill you. And I'm, I know you might have had something you thought you could live for back there, but all that was back there for you was just something to die for. Yeah, I suppose so. It's just our mother, you know. She was the reason we stole the way we did. She's very sick. Only me well, only me and Roscoe take care of her. Isn't that right, Roscoe? And the little boy just, like, kind of gives a weepy nod in, agree- in agreement. Well, I'm your mother now. <laughs> no, she doesn't say that. Gora's <laughs> <laughs> getting a little crazier every day. She doesn't say that. Uh, well, I hate to hear that. I wish she would have expressed that before, but of course we didn't ask anything about y'all. So uh, we'll do our best to see if we can get word to somebody to take care of your mama. Roscoe's like, so I'll never see mother again? Never. Hey. hey. (laughs) And Dieter's like, no, Roscoe. Mother is going to die. (laughs) (laughs) Cora tugs at her collar. (laughs) Wow. Mother's going to die, and it's your fault, Roscoe. (laughs) You two are kind of really giving me some bad vibes here. Look, I know a place further down river and kind of off the river called Ark City. We can get you boys there. We could probably get your mom there somehow too. You know, start a new life. Maybe. It's not a bad place. Uh, you mind telling us what this place you're talking about is? Ark City? Y'all aren't familiar with it? I am. We used to trade with them. It's uh, well, it's uh, an interesting place. But yeah, you kind of just have to see it. Well, we need some. We need some kind of destination. That sounds just as good as good as any others in my book. Spoken I mean, like I'm... someone who's never seen Ark City, but fair enough. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I haven't. I'm just saying. I, I've I've got family there. I mean, might give us a place to lay low for a bit until we figure out where everyone's heading. But, you know, it's been a while since I've been there. Yeah. I think I think together we can go anywhere. After what we've done, accomplished, I've never worked with such a 
such a talented group of individuals. It's been my honor. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. That was just the first step in stone. Yeah, it might not have been the smartest idea now that I think back on it. We probably just burnt some bridges. Well, you know what I always say. When you burn a bridge, you find a new path. Yeah, and, you know, we just gotta look forward. Yeah, fair enough. I like the way y'all think. That sounds good. A soup? How you doing? Soup is, I think, uh, just like, uh, you know, leaning really far over the balcony of the boat and trying to, like, drink water with his, like, face just in the water and lapping at it and almost, like, falling in, kind of scrambling. He doesn't have real great thumbs, I don't think. Oh, his brothers and sisters made fun of him for it <laughs> growing up. Bad thumbs. <laughs> old stupid thumbs. Old stupid thumbs soup. <laughs> Our family is is proud of their thumbs, and look at you. That's what we're no- best known for: our thumbs. <laughs> You're a disgrace. Just... We're selling you to the fighting pits. Either way, he just... got him in there. He doesn't seem to mind too much. Like he's, you know, he's fine with being on this boat with you guys for the most part. He's behaving himself so far. See, I think I like him. Oh, I, I knew I liked him the moment we met him. He's like a, he's got those big eyes. It's really hard to just be mad at him. And that weird grin that he does. And those small little tiny thumbs. <laughs> Alright. So with that, you guys continue downriver. It's like a five-day trip if things go well. Or like five and a half days to Ark City. Has anyone in the party traveled the Lyran River before? That... Hmm. That's a good question. We only forded it from my little uh, Grim Dune. We just forded the river. We didn't actually go down it. Yeah, I don't know. I might have. I might have helped Lacelle out on one of her smuggling things, but I don't know how often that would have taken me farther down the Lyon River. Are the yellow dots roads? Yeah, the orangish dots are roads. The like reddish pink ones are river routes, like trade routes. Hmm. I would say Dante probably went to Sarkan taking that northern trade route, that one that goes northwest. So he probably hasn't been down the river. Yeah, and Zuzu definitely hasn't. Sounds like none of us have been down the river. Uh, I'm a desert. I don't know. Been to the How is Zuzu feeling about going down the river and further away from the wild deserts and up further away from Jardine? Uh, he's fine because he knows that there's another trade route that goes to Jardine from, uh, what is it, Junk? Junkport. Or read that. Junkport. 
next junk port. So, if we can make it to junk port, he knows that we can get to Jardine along the, the dunes. Awesome. But Jardine also isn't really his, like, his dream is to kind of find another Jardine, basically. Another, like, aquifer in the desert. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, actually, at this point, uh, it might be a good time to talk about our goals again and our beliefs. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, let's take a make a five real quick. Okay, sure thing. I'll get myself something to drink. Yep. Yeah. Hey, gang, great job escaping. We did it. Crazy yeah, it awesome. decision, but I dig it. Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, I was just thinking, like, it's right there. We should take it. So glad we didn't have to go back into that uh, prison jail. 
I think it was ballsy. Could have really broken bad for us if it didn't work. So my goal, my like one plan that I had was like if we were stuck in that jail for a while, was to find a way to make those menus useful. Like look at them and find the calendar <laughs> to see when the potato order. <laughs> oh, that would have been. Oh, that would have been really, really smart. I was like, because I tried to get fucked with those. Like he was trying to fuck me with those cat. Like okay. Onion delivery is on Wednesdays. Can we jump in the onion cart? (laughs) (laughs) Could we somehow disguise as onions and pretend that we're part of the delivery? It was like, I was like, I'm going to find a way to use these menus to help somehow. Yeah, I didn't realize that um, the spell succeeded no matter what. I thought you had to roll first to see if you got to do it, so I was glad I got to cast a spell. Yeah, it's very interesting when it comes to spells in this, because most of the time the thing that'll mess you up is if you don't get to retain them or you try casting it multiple times. Because every time you try to cast it in the same day, it gets harder to cast and mm-hmm. retain. Yeah, I actually really like how the magic system works in Black Hack, but fucking boy, howdy, is it frustrating when you lose your only good spell the first time you cast it. Yeah, I mean, I had already accepted that as a likely possibility, losing yeah. it. Um, I mean, oh. hell, it, it, thankfully... It worked like a fucking charm. Yeah, literally. It's funny to think that we've now left people <laughs> behind in those pins and we're like, eh, oh well. We got not all our, our people out. Okay, yeah, I'm fu- <laughs> yeah, I am not I am not flustered about that in the slightest. Mm-mm. Fuck those people. I imagine that lady being so mad, though. The husky woman, I think, as he described her. Oh, uh, what's her name? Yeah. Kreeza? Yeah, I want to say Kreska, but that's not it. Something like that. I got it written down. Karza. Somewhere. Kars- I mean, it, it it's no, Kurza, but you know. Yes. Was, yeah, I love the idea of her like waking up, like, what, what, what happened? <laughs> and that charm wearing off that guy, like, you know. Yeah, that was clutch. I loved that. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I could heal if anyone is hurt. I'm not sure how that, if that's necessary now. Ready Honestly, we got off like, that was a resounding success, like, through and through. Great job, team. What was her damn name? Okay. Well, she's gone now. <laughs> yeah. Kesna? Is it Kesna? Yeah, Kesna. Oh, Kesna, yeah. Well, she's dead now, so we can forget about her because she isn't real anymore. <laughs> Yeah, that was awesome. That was a yeah. that was a good it was a good call making the escape. Um Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, and hiding behind that other boat, that was so clever. I loved it. I had no idea. All week I was like just b- biting my fingernails like what's going to happen? Well, the steering the whole time too, like it would have been easy to get flustered and stop steering. Um So it was good that we had steering the entire time with strong yeah. barbs. Barbs. Yeah, Barb team. <laughs> yeah, Barb team. Now the question is, is where will we actually end up? <laughs> Great question. I just, I don't think it's feasible that 
we're going to reach Junkport, because that is real far away. And also, I don't have any supplies. Even this five-day yeah. journey is going to be tough. Yeah. Yeah, we're probably going to have to go to Arc City. Yeah. Well, so five days. And yeah, we basically ran out with nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing but the clo- clothes on our back and the weapons at our side. I mean, we can yeah. always eat soup. <laughs> oh no! Seems a good boy. We're in a river. We can fish. We don't need a resort to that. Come on. Sorry, I'm sorry. Come it was Cora. Come on. Okay, so that was the version of Cora that it doesn't actually exist in this game, but <laughs> that's actually Julie. I'm really thinking that there's like the inner. That's like inner Cora that no one hears. Yeah. It's just actually the who I am. Like, well, I yeah. guess we'll eat the dog. I would love it if Cora turned out to be like the evil witch in the woods who is really concerned about the children because she's gonna cook them and eat them, yeah. them up. Like, yeah. No, they're damaged goods. <laughs> Ex-slave children. That's not good enough. He's only got the one eye. Really, the only type of child that's any good to eat is a fat German child, a little yeah. fat German boy with the popsicle in his hand. Or the chocolate, the fudge. He's Uder. Oh, thank you. Yes, the fudge. Really right. Wonka, for sure. Uh, I refrain from making so many Simpsons references the first time just to try and seem normal. <laughs> it's all good. We're all... You'll, you'll realize quickly that we will have days where we're all just going to go off the rails and start getting weird for 15 minutes at a time, and then we'll have to get wrangled back in. Charlie's going to put us on the lead. <laughs> Maybe there's food on the boat. No, they probably wouldn't do that. No, that's it. We can eat the. We can eat the. Uh, I don't know the cloth. Uh, oh wait, are we wearing boots? Are they made out of leather? We can eat those. I'm eating that dog before I eat my boots. <laughs> <laughs> Let's eat that sentient creature. <laughs> I just oh, had a man. vision of like. Cedric going from lifting soup cans to like, where's soup? You're the only soup I have, and like bench pressing him, being like, I'm staying in shape. <laughs> and of course, just staring at him as his like head yeah. turns into a ham, like a cartoon. <laughs> I'm just, now I'm just picturing Cedric like wrapping his arms around soup and trying to pick him up, like just full body, like full Nelson, him and just like, come well, soup. You know what I'll say about that wizard? He was scrawny before, but now he's looking like a beef. What's up, bro? We're just down here pumping soup. Oh, God, he's going to bully me. I need to go back upstairs. <laughs> All right. I'm back. Everybody ready? Maybe there's like a fruit stand on the way. Does that happen? <laughs> oh, yeah. How'd you know? Coconuts. That was my... Uh, that was my outpost was fruit stand. Nice. I'm back. Welcome back. Hey, Charlie. Hello. Hey, welcome back. How are you? Hi. Shalom. So, uh, <laughs> you find yourselves floating down the Lyran River. Um, right now, amongst a bunch of corporate ships from Goldborn, you know, companies... Out of Sarkan. These, you know, almost like 
kind of like modern day corporations almost these giant guild protected companies that you know essentially have lordhood of their own and they all their ships have you know different brands on them and so forth and you kind of float amongst these trade ships for a while i think your first day is fairly uneventful um and uh kind of as night falls on your boat you come around a, a wide river bend in like kind of a mellow, not very fast flowing spot in the river where it's pretty much just, you know, orange sand on both sides of the river. Um, and you hear music coming from around the bend up ahead. Like some cheerful, clanging, violin, you know, laden, something with a lot of uh, tambourines and kind of like livelihood to it. And uh, it sounds like a, a kind of a party is going on. You can see... Uh, like shapes moving on the banks up ahead and as you draw closer you see they have a big bonfire and there are a lot of people here on the bank of the river like dozens if not a hundred and they are like all drinking and singing and playing music and dancing on this fire and you can see that their bonfire is built beneath like or at the base of a massive cat sculpture like a sphinx hairless cat carved into sandstone sculpture and set up on like a small cliff or like rock formation hey yeah, he brings up a very good uh jim brings up a good point uh weren't we gonna go over beliefs and goals oh i'm so sorry yes no you're good i just didn't want to interrupt and was like oh we forgot to do that well this helps set up what might happen next too so for sure cool 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 yeah, did anybody give beliefs and goals a thought? You don't have to, like, cancel your goals you already had, but you can add a new one, or... My goal is to go to a cat party. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Checks out. Uh, I uh, think that my... I don't know. I think that I might have a new... Can I have a new goal? Yeah, absolutely. You should. You as should, well? Even, yeah. Yeah. So you can have, um, like, two at a time? You can have as many as you want, but generally I only want to see your top three at the beginning of a session. That doesn't okay. mean you can't you can't have more than that. But it's hard so to something, with a lot. I don't know if this counts, but I don't know if this I think that Cora would like to like dig in since now she sees that she's gonna be like maybe in a long term situation with these other people. I think that it's like important to her to find like a connection with them. So one of my goals was gonna be to like connect like find a common ground with a part like another party member is yeah, that something absolutely that's that's a really good goal yeah absolutely write it from her point of view though but yes absolutely like i will you know i will like break through blah blah blah's hard exterior or like i will find a reason to like the people i'm stuck on this boat with etc cool. those are all good and the other goal, I just one more, and I don't know. My other, my last goal was I will use my abilities to protect the weakest of the group. I feel like that could still be ongoing. But the other one is about these boys and their mom to like try to find, like I will try to find a way to get at least get word, like to figure out who this mom is sure. for these boys. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. I like all three of those. Anyone else? I think I don't have a third one yet. <clears throat> I think Cedric would feel really good about the progress he's made on showing his worth. Um, especially since 
expectations were low, but I think he also wants to uh, smooth things over. I want to smooth things over with Aredi. I think he just wants to, you know, make sure that, you know, he's not persona non grata for casting magic after he took such a strong strong stance about it. I don't know if that's a goal, it's just a little RP thing I would like to resolve. That could be a good one. Yeah, I think that, that sounds like a goal to me, for sure. Yeah, like, I will ensure I am still on good terms with Aredi after using magic in front of him. That's a good goal. <clears throat> By the way, here's the little goals worksheet if it helps anyone. Let's see what else we got. Aredi. I'm sure the Bone Legion usurps the competition by any means necessary, okay? Make sure as many people as possible in our sites survive becoming battle. I'll use this cat party to get us some much needed supplies for the journey ahead. Alright. Yeah, Aredi is very aware that we have fucking nothing. <clears throat> very good. Anyone else? Also, yes. everybody drop... Like, usually I want you to drop them in writing so I can kind of review them. And also your beliefs, too, because I want to always go back over this. Remind us your preference on beliefs. Uh, do we have... Um, are we allowed to have multiple, or do we just want to stick to just one at a time before evolving that over time? Well, I'll let you have multiple later, but for now, just stick to one. For now, just one. Works for me. You can always change. You can change the one you have as many times as you want. For no, you know, there's never a penalty, so you should never be scared to change. Um, I believe. Am I unmuted? Yes, you are. Now. Yeah, you're okay, unmuted. Okay, there was a little little guy crying over here. Um, so I don't know if this belief. So I was thinking because before it was children should not face the same consequences as adults, which was more like in line with them being in the jail. So I was thinking this belief, I'm not sure, but what I was kind of rolling around with is monsters are not born, they are created in desperation. So she kind of like tries to find the good in people. That's interesting. I like it. I feel like you could let the, like the belief. You could let the children one ride, I feel like, for a while since you're with the kids, or adapt it to still be about the kids, like evolve the same belief. Okay. That's what I'll do. I'll try to I'll think about it. Yeah. Yeah. But just, I mean, just because it you know, there, there will be other situations where you guys are, you know, now you're wanted as well, so. Mm. Consequences okay. aren't over yet, per se. Just keep that in All mind. Right. Show my quality of the group. Nice. Good, good. <clears throat> <coughs> Excuse me. What are we missing? I'm reading Dante's mm -hmm. here. Okay, looks good, everybody. Are we missing somebody's? I guess. Zuzu. Zuzu. There it is. Ignore that one at the bottom. I'm going to be moving that over. But that top one. <laughs> I like that third one, Davis. That's nice. good. Hmm. 
Hmm, okay. Already, yours is long. It's a lot. I'm trying to... Okay, yeah, sure. It's I, it's good, but I want to simplify it to like a sentence. <laughs> okay, I can just remove the first sentence. It's more of... Uh, that first sentence is mostly for extra flavor, but... All right, uh, yeah. Here, actually, I can right. I can cut I, it down even more. Wh- what about that. like getting along is more important, or getting along is not as important as surviving? Y- yeah, uh, I, I was going to cut it down to something very reminiscent of that. Yeah, something along those lines. I think is good. I like that a lot. <clears throat> it's a good one. Survival trumps. This ain't this ain't RuPaul's best friend race. I'm not here to make friends. Paul's best friend race. I love that. That's something they say on the show a lot. (laughs) I definitely need to sit down and watch that. That was good. The later season, it's getting real crazy now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Let's all look good, everybody. So, you see these uh, people having like what looks like an all out Bacchanal, you know, kind of orgy drinking just everything like you know it looks like uh it looks like a um a greek celebration of the wine gods going on at the base of this cat statue Ooh, this looks fun should we i don't know anchor up and join them absolutely right now we need to get something for the road ahead and this is as good a spot as any now wait just a minute how do we know that they're gonna lack us i mean does anybody recognize any of that the cat and know what that is not me music they're having a joyous time people don't fight each other when they're having a good time and you know celebrating debauchery these are my my kind of people would my cultist background give me any information on these people and what they're doing. I know that it's cat worship in Sarkan, but I don't know if my character would know that. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, it's really commonly known in Sarkan. There are stray cats fucking everywhere, and everyone feeds them, and there are cat sculptures everywhere. Um, so if you've, like, stayed in Sarkan for even a few weeks, you've probably heard of it. Um, as far as your cult background, where were you in the cult? It was in your own little town, right? Yeah, it was in Grim Dune. I just don't know if we had okay. any, like, uh, yeah, it's close. You're like we're very close to Sarkan too. Um, also, you can roll intelligence with advantage to see what you remember about the cat god. Let's see that little wizard intelligence. There you go. Barely, but you do know some things. <clears throat> so should I roll again or just call that good? Oh, did you, uh, did it let you choose advantage or no advantage? Oh, I just, I keep rolling it twice, because I'm... It's alright, it's totally fine, you can roll it again. Wait, wait, one more thing. (laughs) (laughs) One small thing! (laughs) Um, let's see here. Slightly better. double check something so the the cat god is usually just called the cat god 
um, and it's this ancient just tradition. They all worship other new gods and stuff, but in this city, it's a tradition just to worship these stray cats and to give um, you know these tributes to the the quote unquote cat god. And there's the crypt of the cat god. It's like a noble thing in Sarkan. All of the Sarkani nobles and the viceroy and all of his like court are always buried in these cat themed funerals. <clears throat> in the crypt of the cat god in the middle of the city, which also has an identical sculpture. So you would probably recognize that right away, Cedric, that this sculpture is like a twin to the one that sits above the crypt of the cat god uh, in Sarkan. And uh, I think if you study it a little more, you notice it has kind of a gate in the like giant cliff. It sits on top uh, that enters into it, just like the one there, like a, like a crypt entrance, essentially. Um, and you could put two and two together. You know about the caste system. You would assume most of these people, uh, are untouchables or what are called the forgotten, forgotten folk who still want to worship the cat god, but aren't allowed in the city of Sarkhan. And so they live on the outskirts. As far as why they're actually having like a knockdown drag out party, I don't think you're a hundred percent certain, but. I think Cedric, who's very professorial in his way, would be like, say what you said, uh, but take like three times as long. And of course, as it's done in this Argan, it's a very common uh, situation. Now, now, if you were looking in a different city, like uh, perhaps uh, uh, Belso, now they would have a completely different ceremony. But in this case, and he just drones on and on, <laughs> but does get that information out. Well, I'm all for having a good time. I just wanted to make sure we weren't rolling up on something that might put us in danger or uh, somewhere we might not be welcome. Come on. Life's full of danger. You Sometimes you just gotta live it. And then what are these people gonna do? The most danger they might put us in is... I don't know. Like, having a good time. Having too much fun. I was gonna say syphilis, but yeah, that could work too. Well, they are forgotten, sir. They're, they're, they're uh, probably not uh, affiliated with the uh, cat worshippers in Sarkhan, and, and that's what they would turn us in. I don't think it's wise to tell them what we just did, but I don't think they'll oh. be particularly uh, malicious. A studious point there, Cedric. We probably should keep our keep a low profile, since we well, are escaped uh, combatants. If anyone asks, we're just travelers on our way to parts unknown, going with the wind. Parts unknown, going with the wind, fair enough. I, yeah. I can remember that. Yeah, keep it vague, don't give them any concrete details. Sounds like a great song title. Parts I unknown, going with the wind. <laughs> Hey, you should make a song about that, then. Might work on that. So, night has pretty much fallen as you've come upon these people. You know, they have this big bonfire. I mean, it would be a place to camp. So, have you decided that is where you're going to go? <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah, you guys dock your boat and uh, pull it up amongst... There's a few other boats there, but most of these people seem to have come here by land. Which is funny because everything outside of this statue and the kind of rock formation here seems to just be sand and, like, you know, scrub brush. 
Uh, all right. After we've beached, my my first step is going to be. I, are you said these people are partying, but are they partying with drinks, food, what, or are they just Both. having a raucous old time with none of the uh, none of the accoutrement? Both. Uh, I think they have like a feast going on. They're roasting stuff over the fire. There's music. There's barrels of drink, and yeah, people seem just like hammered on you know wine and ale. They don't seem to be charging. They're giving it out. Uh, there seem to be children there who are also drinking and partying just as hard. These people definitely seem all like either lowborn or forgotten folk. All right, keep your wits about you, folks. No drinking tonight. We can't afford to be in any kind of deleterious state. Get as much food and as much drink as you can, and we'll. Head out of here with not so much a fuss. Agreed? I don't imbibe, sir. That sounds wonderful to me. No. Hmm. Sure. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. I turn around and wink at Dante. <laughs> like your style. <laughs> uh, I think um, at this point... Soup sees all the people dancing in like a circle around the fire, like closest to the big bonfire, where there's like you know four or five drummers playing this like super energetic like drum beat, and they're doing this like kind of you know organized synchronized dance around the fire, and his eyes just light up. Soup goes crazy, and he bounds in on all fours into the circle, like knocks a few people over, and starts just like jumping and spinning, but also like biting and growling and barking in like the circle of people. Uh, it immediately becomes a problem and like erupts into a fight and the drums kind of stop and like he's rolling on the ground with two people and someone's like you know arm in his jaws all bloodied up and people are like kind of yelling at him I'm not with him I should like I go the other direction uh, uh, I'm gonna charge over Zuzu's gonna run over alright people are already starting to crowd up and I think as you charge over Zuzu, uh, and maybe everyone else at this point too, you guys notice up kind of under the, the cat sculpture, there's like a raised banquet table. And sitting behind it are like five older people, like men and women, and kind of ornamental looking robes and stuff, watching over the party. They don't seem to be, you know, partaking. Some sort of elders or something. Um if anybody, let's see, Cora, you probably would recognize some of these people as being uh, clerics of the Night Lantern. Oh. Just by their garb alone. Um, and they well, I would tell that to my people. <clears throat> okay. They watch over the crowd. Uh, and as you run up, I think, Zuzu, you see that they start sending like a, a few people with weapons that are up there with them down through the crowd and towards you guys. I, I think Cora would go up with Zuzu as well, but just try to actually go toward the person that's bleeding and hurt and, like, you know, try to tend to that wounded person more than take care of okay. Soup. Soup is still on them. They're still trying to wrestle Soup off. Like, six people oh, okay. are pulling him, and they can't get him off. He's going, like, berserk. Yeah, Dante gonna, like, runs to Soup as well. Zuzu, uh, sorry, yeah, Zuzu's gonna run up to Soup and, like, Slap him across his face as he's kind of gnawing on this dude's arm and, like, be shaking him by his collar. Yeah. Be you... like, you're not going to get fed if you keep doing this. You slap him about the face and stuff, but I, I don't think it's enough to, like, dissuade him. 
He's like a pit bull, you know? Like, you, like he just can't feel pain. Like... I think Cedric might see that it's getting out of hand. And, uh... Cast sleep. I've had five days, right? Or how long has, how has it been? Uh, it's all... This is all the same day. This is now, like, nighttime of that of the same day. Well, he would go to cast sleep. And be like, Snub Morris! And, uh... Just run up and... Try to pull him off with the others. <laughs> okay. Soup? Soup, you've got to calm down. These are not food. We give you food... If you behave, just shout or saying this behind Zuzu. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, Zuzu, between Zuzu and Aredi, or excuse me, Zuzu and Dante, and everyone else pulling, Cedric, and all the people around, you're able to pull him off, but he's really not listening to what you're saying. He still just looks crazy. His mouth is foaming. His eyes are, like, going wild. He kind of can't focus on anything. He's like a, you know, a dog who's way too excited. But also, there's, like, some violence in it, <laughs> too. Um... So, you know, you're able to pull them off, and, like, uh, a few people around the party, dancers and stuff, like, pull their friend back into the crowd, and he's, like, just clutching his bloody, you know, kind of mangled arm. Sorry! Sorry! He's he's very excited and very dumb. Can we just put him down for the night? And she, like, she would think, like, can we just hit him? Is there non-lethal damage that we could just knock him out? Yeah, maybe some sort of blunt object. Non-lethal damage I mean, with, I like a flail. So- with a sword is hard. Yeah, flail. You're treading a line. Right. I don't want to ki- I accidentally kill him. I just... I don't know what the... You know, unarmed. So it punch him in the head. Yeah, you could try and do that. Well, I think at this point, it's probably too late. The crowd has already mostly parted. And three or four kind of mercenary, rugged-looking people. They look like free folk like the rest of these people, but... They uh, are also wielding some scimitars and have some patchwork armor on. <clears throat> Everyone kind of parts the way for these three people to come out with swords and kind of face you all. And one of them is like, stop this now. Give us your dog man friend. He is our prisoner. He is the enemy of the cat god. And everyone like, you know, a hush kind of spreads over the crowd. Hmm. Um, we are, we, we mean no harm, we, we didn't mean for that to happen, we're sorry. He, he gets a little out of hand, he knows they're, they're, his, her, their nature, you know their nature. So you're the one that speaks for this monster then? Um, in this moment, yes, he only seems to know how to say one word. And this is his first time out around people. He looks at you and the rest of you, and he's like, you do not look like followers of the Night Lantern. You do not look like keepers of the lamp or forgotten people. Why are you here? Why have you brought this monster to our celebration? Um, and why do you continue to defend him? Hand him over. Even a good dog bites sometimes. There are no good dogs. He, like, steps forward, his sword, you know, drawn fully now. Well, if, saying. It, 
if it makes you feel any better, I think he might be more feline than you think. Maybe? Expand upon that, uh, Dante. He is a a feline, I I believe. He's not pure dog, right? I don't really know. It's my first time trying to hang out with his type. Um, But rest of you be quiet this thing is not a pet and it is dangerous it's not like it's our friend i was hoping to get rid of it in the midst of the battle but at least one of you speaks some sense and he like nods to his men they run over and like flank soup who just looks confused and they like slap some uh you know manacles on his hands behind his back and he starts like fighting and struggling and like <laughs> like a dog and they just like kind of knock him to the ground and start pulling him by the manacles up towards the raised table. On the other side of the crowd. We don't have time for this stupid animal. Can't control himself. You have... Do you have a heart, Zuzu? That thing... It helped us back there. How so? Well, it didn't actively hurt us. Exactly. It ate your food. Well, I, I mean, who hasn't known it probably fruit. would have tried to fight us if I didn't threaten to th- shove my fist down its throat. It fought some other random or fools who didn't I'm, deserve it. I'm not it was saying only ever going to turn on us. I'm not saying you're wrong, it's just... I... I didn't sense evil in his heart. He was misguided and foolish, but I think he's just... It's hard to watch. It is hard to watch, but we have no control over this situation. We're, we're escaping fugitives at this point. We need to keep as low a profile as possible, and he is not helping. I'd say between him and the two children, I'd try much rather save the children. That's true. I, I don't think it'd be a good idea to have him around those kids. I just, yeah, just, I just imagine him alone in a room with the children. I, I'm not imagining that. Thank you. Exactly. So if somebody else wants to get him off our hands, so be it. I mean, there's children here, too. So imagine how they feel as well. Yeah, exactly. I have no allegiance to these <sighs> these monsters. So the one guard is still there, and he's like, for stewarding a Vargar into our camp, a jackal where you should be expelled. He, like, looks up to the banquet table, and the head kind of guy sitting there is wearing, like, the lampkeeper outfit with this big weird hat that they wear, and has a big lantern type thing with him on the table. He, uh... Kind of, like, looks at, you know, they make eye contact, like, across the crowd, like, he's checking to see if you're okay or not. And the lamp keeper guy, instead of nodding yes or no, just kind of stands up and walks away. And uh, this guy who's standing in front of you, this guard turns and looks, and he's like, you're lucky. He's like, you're not being expelled for now, but you better behave, because everyone here is watching you. We know you're not one of us. Tread lightly. Our apologies again. It was a, we forgot he was loose. It was a mistake. 
yeah, I mean, Cora says the same thing. Like, thank you again for for having so, for understanding this. It just got out of hand. He's we we weren't with him. I'm sure you weren't. He like turns and looks at everyone else. He's still just like watching the whole crowd's watching, and he's like kind of circles his sword in the air above his head. And he's like, "Get back to it. Resume your merriment." And the drummers kind of, you know, reluctantly start playing, but pretty soon they ease back into it and people stop paying attention to you. He just gives you one more kind of, like, shitty look and then turns and disappears into the crowd. And you can see that the other people up at the banquet table are all watching you. You don't see where they take uh, soup off to for now. Would the lampkeeper have a problem with us casting spells because of their religion probably as far as you know yes i think i would pass that along especially to um cora and dante don't use your magic in front of them and trust me we can expand upon it later but play that close to the rest no i'm i'm familiar with their type we might have walked into a bad situation here you, you, all, you, all, you all go find some food and water. I'm gonna go go make my rounds and check this place out a little bit more. Well, we're just gonna pop a squat over here under this little area and just try to keep to ourselves. Me well, and make sure to partake a little bit. Oh. Don't be off stand standoffish. They, they haven't kicked this out yet. I'm gonna we'll go try sure and move sure things fun. over. Exactly. They know we have kids with us. We're not evil people, and these people, you know, don't seem evil, although they seem a little debaucherous. I so think... I'm going to kind of make my way over to where that guard went and the table of elders. Okay. So, yeah, like, raised up on kind of a, a low cliff overlooking this fire pit area below the statue... Uh, there's like this raised table and it leads on like a path that kind of curls up back behind the statue and off into the darkness. <clears throat> you can like follow it up, but there are, you know, still f like four of the five elders sitting up at this banquet table watching over the party. Yeah, so I guess I'm going to make my way up if I can. Or at least where wh whoever that guard was. To try and find that yeah. dude. He's like standing arms crossed at one far end of the banquet table up on the low cliff. You can like walk up the natural steps right up to him. And he like looks down the yeah. step steps, keeps his arms crossed and watches you come. And he's yeah, like he's and, like uh, you again. Yeah, and I'm just gonna say, you know, I apologize. Uh we really didn't mean for that to happen. I think the beast was trying to dance over blasphemous, you may find that. I'm sure he was just trying to partake in the festivities. He was recently freed, and I think he went a little wild. And although it may seem vicious, I think that was probably just his form of dancing. Rough lout. Um, yeah, but well. I do know my friends and I are very hungry, and so I would like to at least um, contribute something for us. Uh, so that I don't feel like you are just being completely taken advantage, and maybe as a way of apology. 
Well, you can explain away the beast's behavior however you want, but I find it disgusting, as do all of us here. Regardless, if you have something you wish to contribute, he's like, I am not one to turn you down. He like kind of glances over his shoulder uh, up at the table of these serious, older-looking clerics and mages. And he's like, um, I'm sure my masters would uh, be happy to accept any tribute you could give to the cat god. Um, yeah, so I guess I'm going to take out five of my gold. Okay. Yeah, I think they'd be silver. Or just, we call them coins usually, but it'd be silver. Or coins. Five of my coins out of the eight that I've got. Then another one for the two kids. Yeah, these are, you know... The cat god, we don't want to cause any trouble. This was just um, an unfortunate happenstance. It wasn't our intention. We never chose to travel with that beast. He kind of cautiously takes the coins, and he's like, what was your name? Zuzu. He's like Delsu. The cat's eye oasis. He's like, Delsoon. He, like, touches his chest. I'm gonna kind of, like, mirror his, uh... Mirror his... Signal and... Bow bow to the elders and kind of... Make my way off. And try to find everybody and just eat. What's everyone else doing? While well, he's off talking to this table. <coughs> Corral. Well, sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, I mean, I was going to say, like, literally as soon as he got off the boat, um, already made a beeline for that table. Probably didn't start doing anything because that, that entire, like, incident happened. happened so he just kind of paused until that washed over. But as soon as it calmed down, he was right back ahead and towards the food. Yeah, I don't think, like, that table up there is for the public. There's, like, a, you know, there's stuff roasting over the fire that they're, like, cutting slabs off of and, like, handing out to the crowd and stuff. Yeah, heading for that. All right. I was going to say, Cora, I think you, probably someone would come by and be like, oh, like, uh, um, hold on, let me see what her name was again. Sorry. I just had it and then I lost it. Oh, yeah. Someone stops by and or walks past them like, oh, you know, Lady Thorburn is telling stories to the children um, <clears throat> in the uh, overhang. She, like, points to where, like, the cliff kind of hangs over a little bit. And there's, like, some benches under there and a bunch of kids gathered around um, a woman who's dressed in, like, night lantern regalia. Town she- boys, want to go listen to some stories? She's, like, trying to find, like, has been looking to try to find out, like, where the other kids are like get them <clears throat> around somebody okay yeah do you want to like lead the kids over there and like sit down with them yeah but i also want to look around as i'm walking and see if i can see anyone that also looks like maybe they showed up kind of like we did uh that might have any i just she's really thinking about these boys mom and like ken is there anybody here that would go back into sarkan because like we can't you know but maybe somebody rolled up in here um, let's see here. Why don't you make a wisdom wisdom check? 
I would love to. <clears throat> Shit. <laughs> it's too dark. Yeah, I think it's too dark. There's too many people mixing right now. Um, you know, it's all kind of a blur as you head through the crowd. That's all right. We'll take a seat um, next to, but not right next to, someone that looks about their age. Sure, yeah. There's a lot of kids. They're all, they all look like poor, like street kids. Some of them are missing fingers and limbs and eyes and things like that, as is common with, you know, like forgotten children, um, unfortunately. But they are all gathered around this woman, you know, an older woman uh, who is actually very beautiful, but almost has like a little... I don't know, like, fakeness to her niceness, uh, you know, as people often do when they talk to children. And she is dressed in this, like, really elegant gown. She's probably the, like, fanciest dressed person in this whole place, um, other than, like, the elders. And you can see her gown does have symbols of, like, the night lantern on it. <clears throat> and the stories she begins telling um, are all these stories about how you know, the night lantern guides children like them in the night. It's all stories about, like, children who are beset upon by soldiers or the law or they lose their parents and the night lantern, like, ushers them through the darkness and blah, blah, blah. They sing this little light of mine. <laughs> and then at the end of it, she's like, you know, children, you can join... The Church of the Night Lantern. It could give you a better life. The Cult of the Night Lantern accepts all and protects all, especially those like you who can't protect themselves. And with that, a bunch of, you know, a bunch of kids uh, split off into the night. And she kind of dismisses the story time for now. But it seems like mostly just like propaganda the whole time. Yeah, she's like eyeing them to see if they're buying it. And like, I'm going to have, like, no, it's like, I'm going to have to talk about, to them about this <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much the how much the two kids you're with are buying it. But some of the other kids probably definitely are. Um, <laughs> cutting back to everyone else. Is anyone else doing anything amongst the camp? Amongst the party? Um... Dante is definitely keeping a much lower profile now. He's probably next to Cedric. He leans to him. Hey, old man. You seem to know about our party hosts here. Uh, I'm a little familiar with them myself, but... You seem to... I don't know. Do you have a distrust for them? Yes, that's one way of putting it. I, uh, I have a history with them, to put it lightly. Oh, yeah? What's that, if you don't mind me asking? Well, it's complicated, but uh, I spent most of my life in this cult. I spent most of my life as a Nightlander. It's hogwash, of course, but uh, I certainly didn't. Well, I didn't learn that soon enough. Sixty... Sixty years I spent wasting my time. Abusive, yeah. These are the abuse, though. They they don't. 
Except for the ones at the table. They're the so, victims of all this. But I thought... Well, okay, back there, you know, in Sarkan, I saw you just amazingly put an entire boat of people... Uh, well, you, you know what you did. I know what you did. We don't need to talk about it here, obviously. I think we're both familiar with how these people react to that. But if you were a part of them, how did that happen? Well, I've always had an aptitude for uh, the arcane. It's something I've had to suppress. It's uh, As a boy, I had an outburst, as they call it. And then I suppressed it uh, until I couldn't any longer. There was a situation where I had no choice. And, uh, well, that was... That was deemed a bannable offense. I saved the life of another. My grandson, if you must know. And, uh, hmm. I used magic, similar to the magic you saw today. And it it cost me dearly. So you just dedicated your life to these people for that long and they just got rid of you that easily? Precisely. My family, they've disowned me. The boy I saved, he won't remember my face in a decade. And my sons, all of them, shunned me. That's heartbreaking. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, thank you, young man. It could be worse. And now look at me. I've fell in with a group such as you. And, uh... I'm needed, I'm wanted, and that is a blessing in and of itself, and I'm thankful for it. And, uh, we all have a past, we all have difficulty. But I I thank you for lending your ear. Anytime. I'd love to know more. If you ever need someone to talk to, just let me know. You're a good lad, Dante. Thank you. You too, sir. All right. Anyone else that we didn't cover what they're doing? I don't think so. So you all disperse throughout the party and do your own thing. <clears throat> and the night wanes on. And uh, pretty soon, uh, the main lampkeeper guy returns to the table from you know the path that leads somewhere off behind the sculpture up above the cliffs. He returns and he stands up uh, actually on the table and he shouts and he's like, hear ye, hear ye, and he claps his hands. Everyone else starts doing it and pretty soon the, the music dies down. Everyone turns to listen and he kind of gives a speech, this lampkeeper, and he says, you know, uh, did you ask for festivities for a party? And everyone cheers, you know, and he's like, did you not receive it? And everyone cheers. And he's like, long has the Church of the Night Lantern been the steward of the cat god. And he's like, and now, for the pinnacle of our evening, our sacrifice. And he, like, claps his hands. And uh, those kind of mercenary guys he had before come out with, of course, soup. Now on, like, a spit tied up to a long pole. 
They have him, like, suspended, and they march him down through the crowd and towards the fire. And he says something about, you know, on this full moon, when the veil grows thin, we offer this soul to the cat god. A disgusting dog man. And then he says something like, may he burn in the eyes of the cat god. And everyone, like, repeats it. And they prop him up next to the fire like they're going to push soup in. You guys just stand by and watch? I'm actually keeping an eye on my party members that have seemed especially sympathetic to soup. And I'm watching them to make sure they, they don't make a move. And if I see them getting antsy, I'm going to try to keep close to them. Oh, I'm I'm gonna tell Cora to get the kids and everybody else back to the ship. Yeah, I mean, she's thinking the same thing. Like, she looks up at the at soup and down at the boys, and you know, you can just see in her eyes. You know, after you tell her to go, like. She just kind of, like, gives you, like, a solemn, like, curt nod. And it's like, okay, like, if it comes to choose, obviously I'm not going to put these boys in danger. Like, that, you know that's not what I'm going to do. So she's going to take them and try to get them away. Soup's on. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't say that. No. I think I would turn to Dante and like say, "Look, look what it does to them. Turn them into monsters." Yeah. And just kind of turn away. Dante watches, just the firelight kind of reflecting in his eyes as he's got this very dark look on his face, just like pure hatred. As he watches this whole scene play out. And Zuzu's gonna be making his way closer to the fire. Just to watch, or what? Um, how many people are holding on to... Just two. Uh, they have, like, the, the butt of the stake in the ground, so he's, like, upright right now. So they could just, like... Tip it forward into the fire when they're ready. And how secure does it look like soup is? I mean, not super secure. He's just tied with like rope around his hands and feet. I think it sounds like the only one that's really looking like they might make a move right now with Zuzu, so I am heading towards them. Yeah, I just... If if there's... If... Is a, if a ready isn't by me... you have a blade? Uh, I mean, you can, you can see I've got my, uh, my headhunter's axe, like... It's strung across my waistline or something. So you two are, like, making eye contact across the crowd as you both, like, beeline for the fire, essentially? I'm not beeline for the fire. I'm beelining for him, mm -hmm. specifically. Right, yeah. 
Like, I don't, I don't even know if he's looking for me. I think he, like, sees you closing in, and you see him going towards the fire. And I've... I have a very inauspicious... big... two-handed... war maul. Uh, hammer with... Well, it's, it's really just a giant crowbill. Uh, but the crowbill part's a wyvern. T- and I am going to... Dash out. And... Mash on the side of one of these dudes' head with my giant crowbill war maul. Oh, shit. I presume I am too far away from him, and he moved before I could get close enough, right? I was, I was waiting. I saw, I saw you. I if, mean, if... I feel like you get to him about the same time he's about to do this. Yeah, if like he... you're, as I, I basically don't say shit to you. As soon as you get to me, I do this. I, I, I would try to. If, if you move faster and don't respond to this, hell yeah, go for it. But I am going to be reaching out and putting my hand on your shoulder. I'm saying, this isn't worth it, Suzu. I'm saving this damn thing. No, you're going to die with him because none of us are going to come in for you. I don't want this. You hear me, Zuzu? Do you hear me? Right now, you have to think about more than one life. You have to think about all of ours. And by doing this, you are putting us at risk. You are putting yourself at risk. I told you to run to the boat. But now you're here, so you're helping. I just run. And I immediately back and... I can't do PvP. I separate myself from this guy. If he, if Zuzu is doing this, he's doing this alone, and I am moving from him. So, right when you turn to break away from him, Zuzu busts out of the crowd and smashes his hammer into the side of this dude's head. And the dude doesn't even let out a yelp. It's, like, so sudden and deep that he gets axed. The other guy looks so terrified, he drops the, you know, the timber that is holding soup, and soup just falls to the side, not in the fire, but just in the sand. But at the exact moment that your hammer hits the guy's head, Zuzu, a gunshot goes off, rings through the night. And the lamp keeper, up at the banquet table, stands up, clutching his chest, and like falls to the like forward on the table, bleeding, and everyone just starts screaming. And someone says something, you know, about like uh, he's a he's he's an agent. Like, look, an agent of you know Sarkan or something like that. They like are just screaming about how someone's an assassin, essentially. And uh, there is a man in the crowd with a pistol in his hand, like a crude, like, you know, weapons, guns in this world are very crude, like matchlock type things, but. And he's like turning to book it. Yeah, so I'm going to be doing my darndest to get free and grab him by the back of his neck and run with him in the midst of all this chaos. everyone else yeah seeing this start dante just goes wide-eyed and like just starts booking it back towards the boat yeah definitely 
Like, Cedric was kind of sadly walking back away from the boat and then sees Dante run by him. And he's like, oh, oh, okay. Was that us? Oh, was that us? <laughs> and then, like, Soup and Zuzu run past you as well. Oh, good gracious. Oh, <laughs> Time to go. Running along behind. Do you guys go back to your boat and go further downstream? A bunch of people are trying to disembark at once. Or do you run out into the, yeah. de- the desert? I mean, throughout the night, I was trying to, like, gather enough food supplies and just kind of putting it back in the boat. So that is where our, uh, where our, whatever meager food stores, I don't know how much I got, uh, but that's where I would have put the stuff overnight. That's where I want to get to. Yeah, and of course, she was taking the boys back to the boat. So I'd imagine the general consensus was meet back at the boat. Yeah, and she's got a denim purse. And I think maybe she's stuck some, uh, try to stick a few extra servings in her purse as well. <laughs> and it's back on that boat. Like, let's get out of here. She got the Ziploc lined purse. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. At the buffet. Yeah. You never know. Maybe you're meat need sloshing around. <laughs> I mean, so chaos is erupting. You jump in your boat, you try and disembark, but like I said, uh, you know, six or seven other boats are also pushing off into the river around you. It's a good bit of chaos. And uh, just as you kind of get out into the river, I think another boat kind of strikes you guys hard in the side. Not enough to, like, sink you, bust a hole, but it, like, rocks everyone and knocks you to your, you know, to your ass. And I think you kind of, like, look out and just see the chaos erupting on the river. One of the boats up ahead, for some reason, is on fire. Well, that went about as good as it could have. We're not out of the hot seat yet. There shouldn't be a boat on fire ahead of us, should there? Well, I don't know. It might be part of the ritual. Let's hope. Stay away from it. <laughs> Maybe we should get the boys in soup down below. Yeah, totally. Like getting them, un- you know, stay down here again. So oh, not with soup. <laughs> well, not with soup. No, I don't. Soup's staying up here with us. It's kind of awkward around soup. I think. <laughs> right, but if soup stays up here with us, then we're a target because if they see soup, they know that we just grabbed him and took off. I don't. I, know think, I don't think anybody's following us. They're they're going after the man with the pistol. Bad point. I just killed a random servant drone, and soup was all obviously a serendipitous sacrifice for them. So, uh, I I doubt. Let's just let's get out of here. We got to right. I'm, I'm grabbing an oar. Whoever wants to steer can steer, but I'm, I'm helping us get the hell out of here. Yeah, or if there are any children world. you see in the water, uh, no. Let us know. Drown them. <laughs> then hit them with our boat. The two sides of Cora. I love this. <laughs> I can be your devil, your angle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Dante's helping helping Zuzu row. So you guys float past this burning boat uh, amongst a cluster of other boats. You get a bit down river in the darkness. 
and kind of around the bend. <clears throat> and they're set up downriver, maybe you know, a quarter mile away. You can see a big merchant police checkpoint in the river. And they have a bunch of boats parked up and torches. And they have a, some of the boats that got out ahead of you already stopped. We're going to need to go on foot. We can't get stopped there. Yeah, we got to go. Which way? Just, just hit smile the and nod. Yeah, the so kids up here. They don't smile have, and nod. They don't have the entire river blocked. Like, you could try and just run right past them also. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I figure we do. How How damaged are we? Like, we're not slowed. Your boat? Yeah. I don't think it's yeah, too severely damaged. I mean, okay. just, just mostly, you know, like, kind of superficial stuff. It's up to y'all. If you if you think we could sneak on by, then that's what we'll do. But if we need it, beat, feet, we'll do that too. Yeah, do you guys want to land here and just run off into the night? Or should we stay on our boat? It'll be quicker on our boat, but... I don't have any how, money left. How long are they going to be here? I mean, can we just wait it out, maybe? I don't think we can risk going through there. We were lucky that we had the element of surprise back in the port and we had a head start. This is not in our favor one way or another. I'm for getting off, grabbing what we can, and taking it on foot. Maybe we should try and delay until the rest of the boats make it down here and they're really busy and then bust through. Yeah, I don't see any problem with just trying to, you know, park it and keep an eye on things and try to go unnoticed, see if they maybe leave. But I guess they could send more, too. This seems like a checkpoint that's probably here. Oh, it's not just, like, because we're gone? No, it, it seems like this is for tariffs and... <clears throat> I think, actually, you guys would... This more seems like a pop-up thing. Uh, I mean... The fact that what, uh, what just happened to you happened at like one in the morning, and then now you're immediately running to this with every all of these poor, you know, uh, night lantern worshippers who are trying to escape down river. It seems like some sort of setup. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Oh, maybe they're looking for a night lantern, or, or literally everyone that was at that party. Or perhaps us. Yeah. We did just escape from. The, the towers stole a boat under Jericho's watch. It could be us thereafter. I don't think, I don't know if they could get word down here that fast. They could, but one way or another, we get caught here. I don't think there's a whole lot of opportunity for us to get out on the skates. Oh, we'll be killed. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to go with the safer Ralph, and I say we get off the boat. We'll take our chances in the desert. Which side of the river do you want right. to go on? Fair enough. I don't have seat legs anyway. <clears throat> Good question. Dante asked, what side of the river do you guys want to get off on? I was thinking the... I don't know. The One second. Let me remember my directions. Eastern side? Yeah. Northern, northeastern, or southwestern. Which side was the party on, do we know? North. So it was like here. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
The party's probably dissipated at this point. The uh, mm -hmm. You're not too far away. The cat sculpture did have a, an underneath part. That's a good point. We have the dog, though. Yeah, but they all left. They're all oh, okay. running after the assassination. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, maybe not completely, but for the most part, dissipated, you're assuming. <laughs> You'd have to go back all to right. find out for sure. Or you can go into right. the desert in the night. Yeah, I say, I, I would love to check out the cat sculpture. All right. Yeah, let's gather what we can and make our way back up there, but we need to be quiet about it. Are you just going to park your boat and walk up river? Yeah, I don't. I, this is too big for us to like tug along behind us, right? It's, yeah. You guys, we can't. Uh, I don't. I. I am against going back. I just murdered somebody. Yeah, whose fault was that? Well, I saved soup. Soup. I don't think any of us asked you to do that then. Soup is like eating a like prickly piece of cactus. He's just got spines sticking all out of his muzzle and stuff. And he's just going, Soup! Frankly, I think inside the monument is the last place they would expect us to be after your uh, uh, murder. I know, but aren't we trying to make it to a city for these children? Like, I don't know if we should be dragging children around on some dungeoneering mission. We're not going to be dungeoneering. We're just going to be doing that for a night if we go back there before heading out on the river again. Hopefully by then the checkpoint will be cleared. If not, we are, if not, we're going to have to go across that desert. But maybe it's better to try and go for the shelter for one night before trekking out across, you know, baking heat the next day. Nothing that we're talking about is favorable. And This is true. It may be educational in, inside the ruin. The children would love it. I would love it. Well, it's it's already so early. I mean, it's so late at night. I'd just like to get them at least, you know, an hour or two asleep. This seems like the only way we're going to be able to do it. Yes, I would love to prepare a... He looks at already and goes, a spell. Uh, you see a, a vein pulse on his forehead. <laughs> He's not gonna. He's, he's not raising his voice right now, though. All right, it's decision time, y'all. We've got to make camp somewhere. Either we float this river and try to get by, or we go. We go into the desert. Which one? I vote desert. Cathead. <laughs> I'm fine with going into the desert. I don't really want to go back to this cult. Up to y'all. I'll I'll follow whoever. So we have two votes for the cat head. One's abstaining. Already, what do you think? He's incredibly foolhardy trying to survive in a desert environment without proper shelter. This is Let's true. Let's go to the cat head. <clears throat> oh. We're going to need to have watches. And we're going to need to make sure the area is clear first before we bed down for the night. So keep your wits about you. Yes, we definitely need to be quiet. We need to be quick. So, speak to no one. You pull your boat off into the sandy shores of the river. 
and it slides up onto the bank, and you pack as many things as you can and slip out into the night, trekking the sands along the shore back upriver. Until pretty soon, the embers of the bonfire come back into view after maybe a good 30, 45 minutes of hiking back upriver. Um, You see the embers of the bonfire, a few scattered folk around, no one really paying any attention to the entrance of the the cat sculpture or whatever. The banquet table is clear, but the trail that leads up kind of to the back of the statue, up on top of the cliffs, you can see there is a small tent popped up there. There small, rather like uh, a small command tent, so a large tent uh, popped up there. Like way up there, almost out of sight. You're assuming that might be where some of those elders at the table are staying or camping. But it's way up on top of the cliffs. The entrance is down at the bottom here, and like I said, no one's really paying attention to it. You could just walk right past the three or four stragglers who are still talking and standing around the fire, right into the the kind of stone carved gate in the cliff surface. Did someone mention that there was a tomb here? I mean, yeah, I don't know if he actually told you. I think Cedric did, yeah, tell you that this is the twin to the the crypt of the cat god in Sarkan, and it has the exact same entrance, so you're assuming this is also a crypt. So do you guys just go for make way to the entrance? I am yes. totally against. Zuzu really doesn't want to be here. He wants mm-hmm. to make his way to Ark City. And oh, we have to go backwards. And it's going into a dangerous spot. There aren't any, like, natural... Even around this kind of area, there aren't going to be... There, It isn't likely we're going to find, like, natural overhangs or <laughs> other barely palatable environments that we could take as a secondary option to going into the crypt, yeah? I mean, this is, like, a giant rock formation and, like, cliff kind of thing. You can climb up and all around it that the sculpture sits on top of. But you can see that, like I said, people are kind of already camping up there, so... Other than that, you're not certain if there's more rock formations like this around here. There are none that you see sticking out immediately. About, like, where the children were. Like, you know, there was, like, a little overhang. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, at like, the very base of this. It, it, You know, the people who are still hanging out around the campfire and stuff, it's open to that. It's just kind of like a natural amphitheater at the bottom. I don't think it's, like, super protected, right. per se. And I think the people who are still hanging out are like also clearing out because they expect the you know, the merchant police to show up soon. Well, onward. Cedric is excited to be in a ruin to like he thinks this kind of stuff is like a field trip. He's excited to get a look at it. We can bunk down in the ruin or we can continue hiking down the river off of from the water though and make camp further down, but Either way, it's going to be dangerous. Sometimes hiding in plain sight is the best strategy. I think it will be an adventure. And we're strong enough to handle that. We're we're the Bone Legion, after all. We are the Bone Legion. So what's the decision? You guys going in or no? 
Into the crypt. We wait much longer. We're going to be catching exhaustion. We need to get rest as soon as possible. All right. So despite... Just stay near the entrance. Don't go too deep. Despite Zuzu's protests, you guys make way for the stone gate-like entrance into the cliff face. Then you walk inside the shelter. It immediately is warmer from the cold desert night in there. <clears throat> and there are like some beautifully hand-hewn stairs carved into the rock that descend down into the darkness. They're wide, shallow stairs like you'd find in a church or like a courthouse or something. And uh, I think whoever the last person to kind of walk through the door is, I'm going to guess it's probably like Dante or someone. Dante, I think you glance back up at the empty banquet table one more time, and you see uh, um, your friend that you made earlier. What was his name? Delsoon. Yes. Oh, Delsoon, yeah. You see Delsoon, like, kind of walking down the cliffs, like, just checking the banquet table, and he kind of makes eye contact with you for a moment. And I think, like, you kind of, like, gulp and step in the doorway to get out of his sight. And, uh... As soon as you step in through the doorway, I think um, a large, heavy stone falls out of the ceiling, sealing everyone in. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that's just bullshit. That's horseshit. That wasn't supposed... Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's too safe and sound. <laughs> like I said, everything's dangerous. So... After a few minutes, you hear voices echoing through, like, the cracks. It doesn't perfectly seal the doorway, right? Um, someone shouting, like, uh, you know, like, who's in there? Like, y- y- you should know better. W- w- uh, go-, go to the upper entrance. Like, he starts yelling at his men. It sounds like one of those, mer- maybe Delsun himself or one of those you know, kind of, like, guards they had. And uh, he's yelling at his men to, like, go to the upper entrance, whatever that means. Oh, good gracious. I think we have company. Um, and we can't go back that way. Well, the only choice is hard one at this point. Maybe we'll fi- find something or figure something out along the way. Here's hoping. Zuzu, do you have anything to say about all of this? There's just, like... There's steam coming out of my ears. Like, (laughs) if I could be spitting blood, I would be. I'm, like, looking at Cedric with just a deep fury in my eyes. Just a cold, like, smolder. I'm just, like, so angry right now. Uh, great. Well, we'll work that into a goal for next time. But that's where we'll end the night. We'll pick up next time as you head down this shallow staircase and into the first room of the crypt of the desert cat god. Uh, I'm woof. scared again. I went all week being scared about these boats, <laughs> and now I'm going to be scared about this crypt. Yeah. I'm going to love it. Honestly, I'm less scared about the crypt than it was about the boats. But this yeah, is still gonna true. be not a cakewalk, gang. Well, you're well, I'm so glad you gave money to that Del soon. I mean, that should help, right? We have a friend. 
I'm going to take it, it back from him, you mean? We'll off see. his dead body. Yep. Well, luckily, before I had one hit die and one hit point and a spell, and now I have a hit point. <laughs> Give it some time. Oh, well, I man. have that undead thing. I think I got something. Yeah, it's appropriate rent a tomb. I think that worked out well for Cedric. It'll be, you know, it's what it, it's what oh. it deserves. Uh, real quick, end of session council. Did anybody get a goal? I think mm-hmm. so. I do too. <clears throat> I think I came pretty close, and then I maybe canceled it out at the end. <laughs> Who got what? Uh, I think I got... I will survive the arena boat battle. Okay, yeah, we can... I mean, you never got to the real boat battle, but it turned into the real one, so... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we'll say that. I'm going to say 1 XP for that. I take it. Aretti. Let's see. I feel like I actually, yeah, I was actually really good for my belief. And now I was like, hey, we need to abandon soup and keep going. And survival took priority over that. And I dropped Zuzu as soon as he made the choice to do otherwise. Um, as for goals, I did usurp the competition. I, guess, I mean, I feel like we did. Uh, everyone survived on our side. So, hey, awesome. And I, uh, we don't have it mechanically, but I spent most of the time at the party just gathering supplies. So I, your call whether or not that counts. Um, the first one I think you definitely got an XP for. The second one, I'll make sure as many people as possible on our side survive the coming battle. Give me an example of when you made sure someone else survived, that, like where you really had. I mean, I don't know if anyone was in extreme danger in the first place. I mean, there was definitely danger. But did you yeah, go out true. of your way to like save anyone at any point or anything like that? No, that's a good point. Uh, I've, I mean, I was uh, mo- I was mostly staring. So yeah, yeah, you're right. That probably doesn't count. That I mean, you still worked as part of the team, and it was good, and you guys won. But I feel like that was just like would be giving you a second XP for kind of the same thing. Valid. Um, I'll use the cat party to get us some much needed supplies for our journey ahead. Yeah. I guess since you made your way for the meat, you can take a one d four ration. Um, and I guess I'll give you an XP for that one, too. At least you'll have something in the, uh, in the dungeon. Literally something is better than the nothing we had. Zuzu, what did you get? I think I got my first one, which is I will escape my servitude and return to hunting for my fortune in the desert, and if not, die trying. I, I think that... Although I don't want to be hunting for my fortune right now, it I am. That's <laughs> uh, true, yeah, against your will. Okay, I'll give you one for that. And I'm a little upset because I will convince the others to join me for an expedition into the desert depths, and somebody else convinced me. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, you got plenty of time. And I want to ensure these children don't slow me down too much. Uh... Kids are definitely slowing me down because I would have been more willing to do this without the children. True, and they, this that might come into play even more next session now that you're in a dungeon with these kids too. Yeah, so I don't really. I think I got one. All right, one XP. Uh, 
Cora, I'll use my abilities to protect the weakest of the group. Um, yeah, you don't have to use any, like, cleric abilities, but you definitely used your time in battle to, like, protect the kids, I feel like. Yeah, and my, uh... And your roleplay time. Oh, that's that, too. Um, so we'll give you one for that. One XP. Mm -hmm. Cedric, I'll show my quality of the group, given the opportunity. So yeah. you, you did a little magic. I don't know. Cedric was so uh, instrumental in the battle. I almost think we should give him two XP for that sleep spell. I'm cool. I, mean, I second that. Oh shucks. Awesome. All right, two XP, Cedric. Good job. Wow, thank you. Because I now, because level two. Now you're in a dungeon and you're fucked. So <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good way, a good send off. Yeah. I'll smooth over my magic use with Areti. Not yet, but that might come to to fruition in the dungeon. Fru fruition in the dungeon. Uh, and my belief is my positive thinking. Power positive thinking. I think uh, I think I was positive once again, although I don't know if that, it was XP worthy, but I am trying to keep that uh, keep that rolling. That Yeah, it's good so far. Everyone's doing a good job play, playing on their beliefs. It's more comes down to like when I find a really good hook to like throw a stumbling block in your path. Um, I would say, already you got pretty close this time. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's cool. Yeah. To getting a belief XP. But now I really want to see how it plays out in the dungeon again. That you're in this place. And now that you know that there are other people coming for you guys as well. There's another way out, but there's people coming from there, so. That puts Cedric at level 2, doesn't it? Cedric and Reddy, I think. Uh, uh, level 2 is only 2 XP, right? No, three. I think it's more than that, yeah. We had 1 from last time, right? It's 3, 6, 9, 12, and then I think after that it goes something weird, like 18 or something. <clears throat> no, it's different now. It's not the same as it used to be. Oh. Uh, XP requirement 3, yeah. 3, 7, 12, 20. Three, 7, oh, okay. 12. Woo! Uh, in which case... Already now has three XP. I think Cedric has three as well. Nice. Yeah, I think two of you just hit level two. Dope. I assume I get my spell slots back naturally. Is that the way it works? You get back? one new spell slot automatically, but you still have to. I guess you have to memorize your spells still. To you still need to take an hour or whatever to memorize. Uh -huh. Yeah, sure. We're still in a very rough spot. But you do get the new HP right away. And uh, perhaps an increase to your stats. Let's find out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's see them stat rolls. Uh, I think I have a 1d10 for level up as a barbarian. Like so check it out. I actually think I have the, wiz yeah. the wizard handout in here. There's that. Already, what are you, barbarian? Yeah, I've got I've got to find the, uh, the class the, hack. There's the barbarian. Oh, there it is. So in the gaining a new level section, it tells you what to do. Uh, so you roll a d20 for each attribute. So you can just roll an attribute test for each attribute once. And you is there a level up button? It looks like there is. Does that work? Uh, hmm? uh... I clicked it. What did it do? <laughs> Nothing. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I will roll my hit die right now. Hmm. Could be worse. I'll take that. Remind me, does that boost my current HP, or does it only yeah. raise the max? Current and max. Cool. Okay, go that up, go up by good. that number. 
I feel stronger than Naswald ever did. Ready, uh, I'll roll hit points. You guys will see in that one. So in, in your H, in your hit die slot, Andy, you need to put your actual hit die macro, not just one. So it'd be like one D whatever the wizard hit die is four. Is it four? Oh, look at that! Already got something going up. Ooh. Okay. Hey, hey, hey! That is four stats raised. Yeah. So your hit, I, your hit die I, is one D four, or just D four. Yeah. So now you can and, hit your hit die button on your sheet. Nice. And I'm going to re-roll for strength. Oh yeah, you're a barbarian. You get to choose, don't you? Damn. Woo, damn. Woo. Okay, so that was beneficial. Damn, so did like all of your stats just go up except Dex? Uh yeah, everything except mm, yeah, wow. everything except Dex. Wow. That so was a good, good level up for good. me. <laughs> But it also paints a target. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, to be, I mean, I'm, I'm one of the frontliners. I expect targets to be on me anyway. Yeah, I'm just kidding. All right, who's ready for the opposite to happen? Don't Let's see. Play. Don't jinx yourself. We'll see. You got two HP. Three hit points. Hell yeah! You hey, that's something, man. So if you copy and paste what I just typed in there, Andy, it'll roll all your d20s at once. Strength down. Do I do slash roll first before I do that, or just do no, it? If no, just with, with the double brackets, you don't have to do the slash R. So your anything above the current stat goes up. Ooh, by those one. are fucking good rolls. Yay! Yeah, baby. Except for X, his functional and stat your intelligence. Oh, it didn't. The intelligence that goes up. He got a two on it, didn't he? Uh, two no, on constitution. Con- oh, con- con- oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, right, yeah, yeah. And then you get to re-roll probably one if you want. Or roll one again. You'd rather roll one again. Yeah, I guess the roll... Yeah. Intelligence or wisdom again. Yes. So you, so you have, to, you so have you potential for a double stat increase. Yes. You get to choose which one you want to roll. Uh, So I get to choose to roll intelligence or what again? So uh, intelligence or wisdom... My intelligence went up. Yes, and you could possibly go yeah. up again by choosing to roll it again, but it's... Oh, I'm doing it again. I'm going to do it again. Just a yeah. d20? Yep. Yep. You have to beat whatever your new stat is, though. Yeah. Come on, smart guy. You can do it. I believe in you. Oh, what off! Yeah. I'm guessing your int's now at 17. No, I think it's int's at 15 yeah. now, right? 15. Oh, okay. I, I wow. rolled the worst character possible, but... Everything, uh, just stuff's happening. Everything just went up, though. That's good. So just about... Two of you both did great levels. Yeah. So I get one to strength, one to dex, mm-hmm. and one to end is what I get. Okay. Nice. Good job. And you also great. get new, you learn new spells, right? No, I don't think you automatically learn new spells mm-hmm. in this game. Spells have to be found and memorized. Yeah, you just have more, uh, you have more spell capacity, though, for memorization. Yeah, I mean, you do start with, like, multiple things, like, in, in your, your retinue, but, yeah. you know, the farther you get, the more you'll need. Now you can memorize two, I think. Sweet. Well, I have, I rolled a three, so I have five spells total, so I've got, I've got a spell book. Yes. Yeah. That's nice. Is it that you can, where does it say how many you can memorize per day? 
Once per day, I've, spend an hour memorizing spells equal to their level. Yeah, so now that you're level two, you can memorize two spells. Sick. You're twice as powerful. Yay. Yeah, so you you could you know whatever you rolled originally on your character for your spell book, and then how many you can use is based off of your, your level. level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He rolled a lot. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I got unlucky. Uh, I rolled one memorized spell, and I have I'm at level one, so I only get that one spell. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was a rough end of arc. What's that? 